I would like to invite everyone out there to go to hankstrange.com, sign up for our email list, look around the site. There's lots of different cool things there that you can find. If you want to know where to get our patches, you can get them directly on hankstrange.com. Boom, see, check those out. You can get them there. If you're looking for the t-shirts and things like that, these are on Ballistic Ink. This is the Gun Nerd shirt right here. Um, this, this one's from uh, Office Space, so... Uh, you guys could check you could check that out on Ballistic Inc. There's links on HankStrange.com as well. Big shout out to Safety Harbor Firearms for sponsoring the show tonight. Uh, we appreciate those guys doing it. I hope you also check them out as well. All right, so let me start to stack people here in uh, no particular order. We'll get everyone up in here. And um, okay, let's hit the open button. Let's hit the open. Make sure you smash those thumbs ups out there. Share this right now. Let's go. For the open and welcome back boom. to the Hank Strange situation. That's right. Make Lifestyle sure you subscribe, locked and loaded. thumbs up, ring the bell so that you could be notified. Everyone here knows how we start the show. Come on with the jazz hands, people. Let's get those jazz hands going. There you go. Alaskan Ballistics already knows how to do it. I hope you got your really big girl panties on, bulletproof, concrete, splinter proof, whatever it is you need to, you know to take care of the business down there. I hope you got those panties on. This is episode 613 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. Um, the show tonight's called NFAC, N-F-A-C, shenanigans, <laughs> and uh, 2A community <laughs> response. That's what we're talking about. What's up, Lola? I just have to make a comment. Some of those folks in the chat did not have their big girl panties on yesterday. Oh, okay. Lola said some of you didn't Ooh. have your big girl panties on. No, For shame. <laughs> For shame on you. If you know who you are, stand up, take yourself, go in the corner. And wait over there until further notice. Because you got Lola mad. She doesn't usually, she doesn't usually get mad. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, we'll talk, about, um, we'll talk about last night's show if anyone needs to do that. Um, our guests, we've got... Uh, We've got several guests, and we've got one more coming on later. Let's start with Alaskan Ballistics. Chuck, what's up, man? Not a whole lot. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate awesome. it. Great to see you back again. I see you got the, the fur lining over there. Is it cold in Alaska? Oh, no. It's 85 degrees and no humidity, and it's just it's nice, man. But uh, cool. got to have the grizzly bear uh, yeah. packed out for you know behind me. You know? Do you have one of those, do you have one of those for baby Hank? Because I know you recently had a baby, and I believe oh, his yeah. name is Hank. No, I no. named him Barrett. Uh, oh, okay, Barrett. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hank would have been my second choice for a 2A name. <laughs> you know, don't lie to him. Right, yeah, <laughs> right, right. But no, I named him after Ronnie Barrett because Ronnie Barrett wouldn't sell uh, 50 cows to California after uh, okay. 50 California Bandom. So that's the net reason why. So he's Barrett, Wes, and Bost. So. Wow. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> throw hey, some. Have you ever, have huh? you ever been to Alaska? No, I haven't. I would love to go to Alaska. Maybe maybe Chuck will invite us. Spend a summer oh. there. It is beautiful during the summer. Oh. I would not want to sit during the uh, the long nights of the, the winters. Winter. No, dude. I'm not going anywhere in the winter time. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> seasons up here. We have winter, June, July, and August. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's awesome. But yeah. no, uh, I'll uh, send you the link for caribou hunting next year, man. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, it, that's in the summertime, right? Uh, August 10th, this okay. uh, late August, so yeah, it's still cold, it could be 30 degrees. Oh, okay, alright, we'll look into that, we'll look into that. Um, let's see here, by the way, Florida is is for the winter, 
this is why I live in Florida. Yep. For the winters. Most awesomest winters ever. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go to, we've got Rolando, Puerto Rican Pistolero also joining us. What's up, Rolando? How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Just uh, happy to be here and uh, follow up after uh, after my wife yesterday. Yeah. But uh, I have a feeling that she had a lot more fun. Yeah. The <laughs> missus was here fun. yesterday. She had lots of good things to say about you. Apparently, you're a sweet guy. Well, hey, uh, apparently I chose right. There's a reason I married her, right? Right, yes. Awesome. There definitely <laughs> I'm definitely is a, a lucky guy. Yeah. If you didn't marry her, someone else would be trying to. But oh. only you were able to win her attentions with your awesomeness. That's true. You know? and, and by the way. I'm happy about that. By the way, Rolando, she's a very lucky woman. I'm just saying. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> you get exactly what... Why are you laughing, Patrick? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just... <laughs> why are you laughing at me? Okay, we got Babyface P. He's also here with us. Just because... Let me explain... Okay, let me explain something to you guys. When Patrick wants to be on the show, you know he's causing trouble somewhere. It's all I do. It's the best thing. <laughs> yeah. When he wants to come on the show... That's an indicate. Now he's he's always here on the show, but he doesn't want to necessarily be here. But when he himself goes, you know what? I think I'd like to be on the show today. (laughs) This is how you know he's got up to something, huh? I picked up a couple subscribers. I picked up a couple uh, Instagram followers. It was Uh, was a good day overall. uh, Okay. So, do you want to start us off here with the folks out there? By the way, like I said, everyone out there, smash the thumbs ups. Going to be fun. We're going to have a Maj, I believe, coming in sometime around. Um, I think it's eight, and I, and I, we could do five people, so no one has to go anywhere. Uh, I'm going to be trading out. Marley and I are having oh. dinner. Oh, you have a dinner. Trade me. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So, um, oh, someone so said the news. I'm, someone says I'm louder than everyone else. Hold on a second. Oh, what can I do about my loudness? Yeah, go ahead. Tell you to so, say yeah, but I guess the, the news that broke today was that NFAC guy put out a video. I don't know if it was last night or this morning showing how how it, a, a negligent discharge just happened. So Guns explain explain the NFAC from your point of view before we get into that. I think the, the no faffing around committee is, mm-hmm. <laughs> is the NFAC. Uh, I don't. That's not exactly what it stands for, but um, mm-hmm. they're a. I don't know enough to call them left wing or right wing or I don't even know what they believe in other than they went to to support Breonna Taylor's mm. uh, push to try to push the cops to coming to a resolution about what happened to Breonna Taylor. Yeah, that's all I know. Well, I, I think they I also. So and by the way, I'm probably just I have a big voice, so um, I don't know if that's affecting anything here. You're not louder. OK, Lola says I'm not louder. Um, so shame on you, whoever said that Lola. Do you want them to go in the corner? Do you want me to put that person also in the corner, Lola? No? It's okay? All right. Yeah. Yeah, so Lola says, what's NFAC? We'll, we'll, and, 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 yeah, Babyface said it's not faffing around. Or not, uh, what other words you want to put? I think I've heard Rolando, I was listening to the podcast. You put, what, what's that? You put the, one of the sci-fi curse words in there. What yes, is it? Uh, frack, uh, frack, not fracking Not fracking around. Frack, <laughs> not frack, around. Frack, around. <laughs> it's too early in the show for us to get in trouble <laughs> with YouTube <laughs> to explain it to you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, and, so, and they also did a march on uh, Stone Mountain in Georgia uh, previously to this. I, I looked at that and 
I was watching his video on him yelling at nobody through a microphone. Mm-hmm. I guess they called out some rednecks or something and said, show up here, like like an after-school fight or something, and nobody showed up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, look, we're real. We ain't faking this. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, you're yelling at nobody. Yeah, so like, when you no, say him, who are you talking there? about? You're talking about the leader of the NFAC. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a Jam gentleman that's known as Jam Master J. Jam Master J. Jam Master J. Oh, Grandmaster. No, I'm sorry. Jam Master J is from Run DMC, right? Grandmaster. Grandmaster Jay is this guy, so he, uh, that's his. Uh, he ran for president in 2016. If you want to look him up, mm-hmm. he did. Uh, he's got a website and everything from his his bid for election in 2016. Okay, yeah, and I believe he was supposed to have been in the military at some point. Could have so. been. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I've heard that, but I, I I don't know one way or another. Yeah. So Rondal Stewart, and there's going to be jokes tonight. There's going to be jokes. Uh, Rondell Stewart says, I think I met Grandmaster Jay of NFAC at a Louisville gun show. He was trying to sell an SKS that had been converted to a bullpup. If that, I don't know if that's true or that's a joke. I am just reading comments. Oh, man. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, guess, I guess to start the show off, if anybody's mm-hmm. tuning in for the NF, from the NFAC or doesn't know how shotguns work, I'm just going to throw this out there because I've, I've been ranting about this for like two days now. Oh, boy. Shotguns are not safe to mm-hmm. carry with a round in the chamber. They're not. I'm just I'm just telling you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's not the way. You either carry it cruiser ready, which is where you have the hammer down and you can pump one into the chamber. Or if it's a break action, then you don't put a round in the chamber. You're just mm-hmm. ready to go hunting. Cause you yeah. Does really everyone else agree with that? Uh, Alaskan, do you gr- agree with that or – in general, yes. Uh, I think if you're a really careful hunter, um, you can carry around in the chamber as a hunter. Yes. yes. Like, if, like if you're carrying it around for crowd control, I totally agree with that because most shotguns are not drop safe, mm-hmm. if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. And that is true. That could be an Yeah. But it, I, in the my house, they have a round in the chamber. I just hope there's not another 7.0 earthquake. It's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just got, so, so let's do let's do a little bit of lead up for this so we can let everyone know. Uh, and let me start with this. Um, I don't know if anyone else does, but I do not have a problem with um, NFAC. Uh, I don't have any problem with those guys, what they're doing. I don't have a problem with them being a militia, being armed, none of that kind of stuff. I believe in the Second Amendment. It's for everyone. Everyone could practice that. Um, I think the place where I would not uh, agree with them, um, I'm not going to agree. I, I don't support BLM. Okay, Um, not every black person does. I'm very uh, proud to be a black person. I think everyone should be proud to be who they are. And I definitely am that. But I don't support BLM. And then I also just don't believe in going out there and picking fights with people. (laughs) So um, I don't support them in that regard. But I do support their um, their Second Amendment rights just because I believe it's everyone's Second Amendment right. So. Um, I've got no issues there, and I think when everything happened in Stone Mountain, there were some things that came out, like there were some people saying, hey, you know, some of these guys have airsoft, or someone had a jam, or whatever, um, and there were some negative things out there, and then this this particular incident happened, I think, over last weekend, where um, there was an NFAC uh, thing, event going on in Louisville, Kentucky, and um, it was really hot out there. 
something happened and there was a negligent discharge there. Every like I don't think we all knew what happened. I don't know if we know now. Someone mm-hmm. did someone did reach out to me and I talked about it here on air where they said, "Hey, that was a shotgun." Okay? So I don't know if that's official, but the news from their camp, from those guys, directly is that there was an older gentleman there. He had a shotgun, maybe a 20 gauge or something, very old gun. And he was there and he uh, fainted in the heat and the gun dropped barrel down. And when it hit the concrete, it went off. And then it splintered the concrete, which he wound up uh, getting shrapnel from the concrete, hit himself and two other people. Right. So that's their story. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding. Um, I'm going to take their word for it on that one. Does that I, I don't know, because I know Alaskan Ballistic, you've been busy raising babies, making babies. So mm-hmm. I don't know. You're not necessarily tracking all of this stuff, right? right? But I've been looking it up and that seems to be the story I see. And yeah, shotguns aren't drop safe. I mean, generally yeah. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So we all agree with that. So now, um, like so for Rolando, for example, um, am I covering everything? about yeah, right here because i know you've been looking at this also yeah that's pretty much the as far as i found out i didn't see any uh specifics on the shotgun or model or anything like that how old it was or yeah but yeah yeah that was it we, we talked about it on our show sunday and that was pretty much all i found myself yeah absolutely um so with saying all of that to lead up to this i know that um the leader uh, grandmaster jay He's been on on several things. I believe he has like a background in uh, in the music business. Um, he's done a bunch of different shows and things like that. And he came out himself and reacted to all of this stuff that's going on. Um, I know one thing. So when things like this happen, there's there's been negligent discharges. There's been people in the gun community getting up to shenanigans. When this kind of stuff happens, people make fun of it, right? Is that is yes. that fair? <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Yeah. So we've all seen different uh, memes out there and different things happening. Um, Would you guys say that this only happens with people of color? No. 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 Definitely not. Yeah. I would say it doesn't only happen with people of color, but it does happen with there's going to be some people of color. Obviously, like we said, this is for everyone. There's going to be some people of color involved. There's going to be some some things uh, going wrong here. Might be some women, whatever. Right. And um, when those things happen, there's going to probably be some people who will come out with some some hate based on who those people are. I think that's fair to say there's going to be some people like that. Right. Um, For the most part, in general, I feel like people are going to make fun of it. If there's something there to be made fun of or something to put out there in whatever way, people are going to do that. In general, I, I don't think that comes from a bad from a bad place, although I would accept that some of it does. Does that sound fair to anyone or not fair? It's pretty open air. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, So, and just to go, just to go over like things that have happened already in the past, um, I'm gonna, I I actually looked up some of them, right? So if you guys Google negligent discharge memes, there's a crap ton. of memes out there and there's ones based on serious things so let's just if if there's folks out there that that believe like hey this is just color based uh, which i don't really fully believe like i said you can just search fully semi-automatic meme you haven't you haven't been around the community long enough if you think this is a black thing because oh yeah (laughs) yeah who who remembers the cowboy i'm sorry go ahead ballistics 
uh, don't forget Dick Cheney shooting his hunting partner in the face. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Good. I remember totally the cowboy dude classic. that was, was yeah, like that. at a range and he put a, a round through his leg when he goes to draw or something. He's like drawing on camera and he mm-hmm. like sticks or puts around through yeah. his leg. He's like, oh, I shot myself. <laughs> yeah, there's cops. Remember the cop? Do you guys remember the cop that did that? That was uh, talking to some school kids. Anyone oh, remember God. that? He's like, I'm the only yeah. one skilled enough to have this. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I think that this kind of stuff happens. Um, there, there definitely is the uh, what, what was it? I just said the um, there's the the guy that said fully semi-automatic. That's an American general or something like that mm-hmm. who did that one. That was funny. Um, let's see. Here's Double another one. Huh? Magazine extended clip. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyone remember Costa Ludus, for example? Do you remember the Costa Ludus one where he was in Japan? I get these guys in Japan paid for him to come out there and do an airsoft thing. Chris Costa, sorry, yeah. I call him Costa Ludus, sorry. Chris Costa, where he's like aiming all tactical on that runway. Take pictures of him. Yeah. People were memeing this. I remember I remember when this happened. And by the way, if you think that I don't like uh Chris Costa, of course I do. Mm-hmm. He's cool. He's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. He's but it's cool. funny. He did, he went to Japan. They gave him airsoft. They paid him. He did it. Yeah. And every I remember like he that was right before Shot Show, wasn't it? I think it was right before Shot Show or some show. If it wasn't maybe it was after Shot Show but before NRA because I remember people at whatever show it was just Makes getting down, dropping on the floor, doing all kinds of yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is this is crazy. So I'm saying all of this to say that this happens in our world, in the gun world and other worlds. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay? You do something crazy, people will meme you and uh, go after you and talk about what you did. So hey, dude, I drive a Mustang. How many how many memes are there that at every like cars and coffee? <laughs> The Mustang always peels out and like runs over. Runs in this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Mean, it's just part of life. Right. I think so. Uh, huh? No, no, no. Go ahead. I post a 6.5 six, six, Creedmoor video. I uh, get the man bun meme sent to me or whatever. Like, you know, you're. Oh, boy. Is, I'm not sure I take a grizzly bear with them though. So is that the thing? I didn't realize that was the thing about six five Creedmoor. It's it's new. It's uh it's the hot you know the hot. Oh, okay. See, I didn't even realize that meme was a thing. Okay, so all of that. Um, so Grandmaster J himself puts out this video, which I'm gonna try to find right now. I have it here on my phone so I'll pull it up. I'm not going to um I'm not going to play the audio or anything for you guys but just to give you an illustration, it's out there. If you're looking for it, you can very easily find it. I think Guns and Gear is the person who I saw do this, put this video out there and right. it's him responding. It's basically Grandmaster Jay. He's got Enfac on on that t-shirt. He's responding to everything that happened. Uh who, let me see. Babyface, do you want to explain what he's talking about here cuz you made your own meme about this, so do oh, you God. want? To- so, so his his point is that his point is that negligent discharges happen. The problem, the the way that he when he goes off is when he says they happen all the time. Guns just go off on their own all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, dudes in basic training get shot 
all the time by negligent <laughs> discharges. Uh, an AR-15, if you slam it with the bolt open and around in the in the magazine, it'll fire. Uh, the only thing he said that was correct in that was that shotguns aren't drop safe. That's literally the entire of all the stuff he talked about. That is the only thing that was yeah. pretty much accurate. And I think also in the video, Rolando, uh, uh, he I think he started out by calling for his bullpup. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's he right. said he's uh, what was it? This is my XR-15 that I bought in Germany. He bought in Germany in <laughs> yeah, 1990. It's, it's, I call it my bullpup because every time I fire it, it kicks like a mule. <laughs> it, it doesn't. I'm like, it's a freaking five, yeah. five, six, dude. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. So now no, technically a guy can call his gun whatever he wants. Do you guys believe in naming guns? I don't name guns. That, so I don't know. Hey, that is like me saying this is my Coca-Cola <laughs> and it's a Pepsi. It just doesn't – you can't do that. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I immediately when I heard bullpup paid attention to this thing. I know. I figured your ears were perfect. <laughs> I was like, oh. There's going to be bullpups involved. I'm in. No. Yeah. So when he pulls out the bull, his bullpup is a, is an AR. It's like, it's like an A2 sporter. It's some sort of like yeah. uh, Colt sporter. Yeah. So, I don't understand his whole, I bought it in Germany. That doesn't make any sense because either he illegally brought it to this country, if that's true, or he went through the process of importing it back to the United States. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know when they, when did they stop? Anyone know when they stopped allowing uh, soldiers overseas to bring back uh, trophies or even bring back guns? World War II? My grandfather served in Korea and he said he was trying to bring back stuff and they they wouldn't let him, you weren't allowed to bring war trophies back um, because that was, World War II was after the NFA. So you couldn't bring uh, back a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay. So, and then did they, do they allow you to buy guns overseas in the military and bring them back? Cause I know guys that do like uh, special ops CIA type stuff. They throw them in the, they throw them in the ocean on the way back. They don't even bring them back uh, stateside. Is, does anyone know what the, what goes on with that? Yeah. My, my understanding is they don't allow you to do that. But anyway, that's where he said he, that's how long he said he had this. So and then the big point, I think, of the video that he was doing was to say that this was an accidental discharge, but no one got shot. People got hit with shrapnel. No, 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 no. There's no accidental anywhere. Negligent. Remember, negligent. (laughs) Right. So and then also he went on to show to illustrate how easy that is, which I think we all said that we agreed that shotguns can do that. He, He used an AR and he showed like he opened and locked back the bolt, and unless, then he slammed it down it's an on the open bolt. I mm. I think Colt may have made some experimental open bolt ARs. I think the port firing M16 was an open bolt, maybe. Mm-hmm. Unless it's that, that is not. You can't fire. It just mm-hmm. ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Well, there could be something wrong with that AR, and when you slam uh, yeah, it down and the bolt closes, it fires. If your firing pin is welded up, then yeah, it's just gonna go brrr when you do that. But that's a problem. Mm. Yeah. So and then he said, I think he went on to say in that video that that happens every single day in the military. I think in basic training, he said that someone gets shot in the head because they put their gun down. It goes off. (laughs) Ooh, I'm tired. Let me take a seat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. There's just so many facts citing in this video that you could look up. He doesn't work is the Mm -hmm. the issue. You know, when you don't, you you sound retarded. And I was going to say, you know. 
one thing one thing to take away from this, a couple things to take away from this, mm-hmm. but one major thing is anybody that speaks indefinite, run away from them. If they yeah. if they constantly speak in this is how it is and this is how it will, you need to go the other way because they probably do not have your best interest at heart and they're probably full of shit. Just mm-hmm. saying. Um, oh my god. Okay, Rod Mills is sending me stuff. So I'm just going to share this thing that Rod, Rod, Rod said this to me. This is not me. This is Rod Mills, if anyone wants to get at him. He says, he sent me this uh, sign. He says, Mark safe from, in fact, negligent discharge today with the flag. I guess that's what, like, they do on Facebook. <laughs> Rod Mills is safe from that. So, uh, so here's the thing. When I was looking at that video and he said, let me show you how stupid these people are. That's the first. That's the first inkling that. Yeah, I, I said to myself, "Oh boy, famous last words." It's <laughs> like hold my beer. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, hold my beer. So this, so so that video. I know that um, Guns and Gear put it up. Some other people put it up. Lots of people were sharing stuff from it. Um, you know, when I saw that, I was flabbergasted by what I was seeing. But I, I believe that it could happen. You know, the problem for me is this is the leader of a group. And I believe that Guns and Gear said in his thing that he put it up. And I know some people are trying to say stuff about um, Guns and Gear. I've known Mike for a long time. I could tell you that uh, Mike is not that dude out there trying to get at people because they're black. That's not how he doesn't he doesn't roll like that. Um, (laughs) That's if you if you think that about him, you don't know. And in there, he was very deliberate. He said, if this is your leader, you might want to get a different leader. So okay. I think I've decided – I put posted this on my personal Facebook today, but mm-hmm. I was like – I think I need to get – and for anybody that's watching, I'm not religious at all, like not even a little. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to get like Matthew 7.15 tattooed on my forehead. That's the <laughs> verse of uh, um, <laughs> there are false prophets, beware mm-hmm. of false prophets because I feel like that is such a consistent thing in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. People everywhere pretending to be – you know, in the know about everything, and turns out they really don't know anything. Yeah, CB is saying cult leader. I think so. It seems that other yeah. people say it, or yeah, CB yeah. said it before. It's a, it is a lot like that because I think that they're online and they're getting at anyone who posts anything negative about this, um, or that they feel is negative. Which I don't think if if you are if you're responsible for an event, you put on an event like this, and people get hurt. For whatever reason, whether they got shot or they got hit with shrapnel because of a negligent discharge, you are responsible. I actually saw Maj Ture um, talking about this because I believe he reached out to this guy and spoke to him. And that's why I invited him, uh, Maj, to come on. By the way, if you know, if you know Grandmaster Jay, if you're part of that organization, you guys want to come on here and have your discussion or whatever with the community. I'm I'm happy and fine to, to have that discussion. Uh, with you guys, um, but okay, there is there is a problem here. There's a problem when you double down. When you do something wrong, you need to own up for it and not double down on it because you're leading people. Absolutely, Most people can't do that though. I think that's why. I think that's the greater. That's that's kind of a a microcosm of where we're at in general. I think what? in society today, mm-hmm. that's so, really where we are. We listen to a lot of people like. Like Patrick said, we listen to a lot of people that are false prophets that because they have the loudest voices or they beat their chests the hardest, people give them credibility. 
And sometimes mm-hmm. they get away with it. And nowadays when everybody can say whatever they want and they have a platform, it's it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. The, so so this brings me, I guess, kind of to my next my next mm-hmm. idiom. I'm going to have to start writing these down. But mm-hmm. this is another one that I strongly believe in is anybody that desperately, desperately wants to lead a group or be in charge of something. Those are the people that should never, never be in charge of anything because they always turn out to be the worst. The people that get that get uh, power kind of thrust on them and they, they didn't really want it, but they they typically do a pretty good job. These people that are like out there constantly looking to be in charge of things, they're the ones that you got to watch out for. Mm-hmm. That explains our whole system right there. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the problem with lots of things. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I was talking about like personal responsibility, like people aren't willing to take responsible for their actions. I had a young man last night at uh, the store I work at, um, and he um, came up, he just got out of the military, and was obviously buff, wearing nine-line apparel stuff, right? And uh, a young African-American man, and he looked cool, and we were talking and discussing. He's like, I just ordered this gun, and I'm here to pick it up. And so I go, cool, let me see your ID. Well, he brought in a North Carolina ID. Mm-hmm. He got, he obviously had a military persona about him. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, let me see your military ID and your orders. Well, he's like, I just got out. Well, I mean, all everybody here knows federal law. You can't pick up a gun if you don't have an ID from that state or your military with orders in that state, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so uh, we have a cordial discussion, okay? And I'm like, yeah, this is the law. I'm sorry. And it says on our website, you're responsible for knowing all laws before you own a, own a gun or order a gun, right? And... He calls up there to customer service and chews it out, chews us out because he was black and said some old guy and he's playing the race card on us. And it, he just didn't want to take personal responsibility for his actions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think what we've done is allowed so many people not to take personal responsibility for their actions in the society. We'd start. I'm a school teacher, as you all know. So it starts in like first grade when you don't can't read at a first grade level and you get passed on to second grade. Now the people that are trying in the class realize that the dimwit over here got passed on, so I don't have to try either, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it Do just, you're... it's a thing. Uh, so I, I don't know how old everybody is here. I'm I'm 30, but do you guys remember, say, in the 90s when every kid was getting a participation award and people oh, yeah. were like, They're still doing that. Happen? Yeah, they brought it back, what's, yeah. What's yeah. going to happen when those people grow mm-hmm. up? Well, we're finding out what happens when those people grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I just didn't call it a racist. Right? Mm-hmm. First of Absolutely. all, it's some old, some old guy at the counter, and I'm like half the age of everybody there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's old and racist, and like I'm not neither. Right? I, don't, yeah. I don't consider myself either. Yeah, I wasn't aware. I mean, obviously, I'm aware that, you know, any state you go to and you want to buy something, you've got to follow, you know, the laws of that state and how that operates. I know there's some states you can go to and buy something if you're from another state. I wasn't aware of the military thing that if you have orders, that's something that you can use. I wasn't. This is my first time um, actually hearing of that. I don't know if uh, Patrick or Rolando... I would have never had a situation to see that unless I was watching a transaction go on with someone that's uh, prior, like military right now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happened a lot up here because we have, you know, joint base Elmendorf Richardson right there, plus Fort Wainwright in uh, Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. And um, they're the ones protecting us from the Russians. So mm-hmm. anyway, like mm-hmm. uh, if you have a military ID and your order stating you were stationed here, 
it's the same as proof of residence for mm-hmm. that. You still have to be mm-hmm. a resident of that state okay. to purchase a handgun. Mm-hmm. Federal law, if I'm not mistaken, there may be exemptions, but I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, for a handgun, you got to be a resident of that state. And so a military ID with the orders allows you to be a resident of this exemption in the law. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have a you could have a Georgia ID or a Florida ID and be in Alaska for your driver's license, but if you have the military orders in your military ID, you could still legally fill out the 4473 as a resident for a handgun. Okay, okay, interesting. Uh, what if you come to Alaska from outside of the country and you're hunting or something like that? Because I know there are provisions for that, right? Um, for people who come... Alaska, mm-hmm. Alaska law allows that a, a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Although with COVID, our governor kind of banned all out-of-state, out mm-hmm. uh, at least the bear spring it was all out of state hunting and i think most of it's probably not that good in the fall this year for other species um okay. he almost banned bear resident he got he got creamed in the media okay um why was he trying to ban to, bear hunting right now what was what's the rationale behind that uh bear hunting in the spring uh first of all there are places you can bear hunt year round if mm-hmm. they're out from how hibernation but bear hunting in the spring was right during the main closure of covid right after like spring break it starts in april for most people and the rationale for it was he didn't want people like riding together to go hunting oh okay and stuff like that mm-hmm. or emergency said you could go for an outdoor trip that businesses that supported hunting um couldn't be closed and stuff like that but they still shut down cabela's sportsman's bass pro and it was like but really you're yeah. violating your own order Kind of stuff. Okay. But the rationale was uh, sometimes people hunt in multiple groups, especially bears, big brown bears. You probably want to have more than one person at the ready. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it seems kind of weird because I think some people um, hunt for meat. So I thought it would probably be essential, but I guess not. Yeah, um, he ended up only banning out of state people coming in. So there was okay. a lot of people that had guide money, like put down $20,000 on a guide to go fly into Kodiak or southeast western Alaska for a big brown bear hunt because legally you have to have a guide for a brown bear hunt if you're out of state mm-hmm. and or like a first person relative so I can't take you brown bear hunt mm-hmm. um, but so he, he, the, he banned the out of state ones but he, he was going to ban in state one because so many people travel in groups or people travel into other towns and get gas and stuff like that. The idea was they didn't want you traveling from town to town. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Especially back to get off the road system because once you get off the road system, you can only fly in or float into villages. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want that happening. Okay. Understood. Understood. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. And I, and I think, yeah, you're right that um, one of the things that's happening is that we've kind of created this thing now with everyone. Everyone's doing this. Oh, you're doing this to me because I'm a woman doing it to me because I'm black. You're doing it to me because I'm a white guy, right? <laughs> this is this is one of the things that it is. And I think we are doing things to each other without a doubt. That's happening. People are doing things because of stuff. You know, there's people who do, who YouTube is an example that we're on, does stuff because we're gun guys or whatever. But I think that, you know, it's obviously not an excuse for, for everything. Um, so listen, so to get back to this, Babyface, you made, you threw up something. What was your reason behind what you threw up on uh, your IGs? Trolling, I just like attention. 
Okay, at least you're being honest about it. <laughs> yeah, so here I'll th- I'll uh, I'll roll this in for anyone who wants to see it. It's on Babyface P's um, channel. If you guys want to check this out, uh, do you want to tell us exactly what you're doing here? Are you you're demonstrating how <laughs> you can my... make an AR go off? Yeah. No, I was just showing him how uh, I was showing what he said. You put a magazine in, you slam it, and uh, it goes off. It's dangerous. It's real dangerous. You got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how? What was the reaction to that? It's been good. I, well, ninety-five percent good, and then a mm-hmm. bunch of look at this cracker. <laughs> so, five <laughs> uh, okay. percent of that. But yeah. So you got some hate. Yeah, I think. Oh, they, of course. It's, yeah, I think the NFAC guys, the guys who are part of that organization are out there going after anyone that um, talks in, negatively about them, for sure. In When we said cult, it is very much in that vein of cult, mm-hmm. where you speak badly about their group and they, they're all up on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we have to be really uh, careful with that. Um, it's, uh, Rolando, have you seen them going after anyone else for posting this stuff or – not really. And okay. I've seen everyone, everyone kind of posted. I mean, when you see, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say when even uh, trench work is, is totally hating on these guys too. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I saw got, trench work threw yeah. some stuff up there. Were they happy? And by the way, Devin was here on the show. Uh, if you guys yeah. don't know, that's trench work chronicles. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if people were happy. It was just more, it's, it's disappointing when you see, I mean, uh, obviously I disagree with their politics uh, of, of what in fact, talks about but i agree with their right to be able to peaceably assemble to you know march march with open carry and all that stuff so it doesn't hurt it doesn't help the community when you see ignorance and how guns operate it doesn't help anybody mm-hmm. uh, especially when you know we're seeing more and more new gun owners we're going to see more and more bad examples there have been mm-hmm. a ton of videos lately of negligent discharges and things like that so I think we're just going to see it, and it's going to be everybody. You're going to see all colors of the rainbow, people doing stupid stuff with guns because they're uneducated and they're new. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to see more of a focus. I mean, in fact, uh, what was the meme a few months ago? Oh, if you're black in America, you can't open carry, you're going to get shot. And then we saw, well, that's not true at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now, obviously, now that that, I guess, meme or stereotype is being you know, dismantled, there's going to be more scrutiny on on different people uh you know different people of different colors that own guns and so when they if they do stupid things people are going to pay more attention to it now than maybe they did before unfortunately so Mm -hmm. it does kind of reflect on gun ownership in general Mm -hmm. uh, i think so yeah he's going to talk about it i don't know if anybody i don't know why anybody would be happy about it uh as far as the second amendment is concerned Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure um, what these guys really intend on doing here. If they're really trying to just pick fights with people, you know, if it's all about like, OK, you know, we're badasses. If you want to test us, come test us and you'll and, and we'll show you. Or is it are they actually trying to do things? So I believe that no. the thing in Louis, Louisville, Louisville was uh, for Breonna Taylor, which most of us agree. I, I haven't seen anyone who agrees that what happened to Breonna Taylor was OK. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, who agrees with that? No one, right? No knock warrants. I mean, in the gun community, we, we feel that way. Lots of people in the gun community feel like uh, police have too many powers. 
you know, that there should be some kind of limitations there. We can, I can go on and on with that stuff. I don't know any of us that are fine with no-knock raids. I don't know anyone who's okay with what happened in her situation. And so to protest that, I'm, I'm 100% fine with that. But to try to pick fights with people and then you're trying to pick fights with people, they're not bringing the fight to you. First, let me just say, be careful who you pick fights with. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's a good thing. No one's bringing the fight to them, but people are going to be watching you. And if you do stupid stuff, people are going to go, that's stupid. And they're going to make fun of you. And it's normal and it's okay. It's part of the, like, to me, it's part of the uh, healing process. Um, when I, I reposted your thing, Babyface. Which, <laughs> you got uh, more views than I did. Um, <laughs> yeah. A little bit bigger than I am, but you got Yeah, more yeah. Views. I think that's just uh, the numbers there. Hopefully people discover Babyface and and go uh, follow him because he put, I think he put some cool stuff up there. But here's what, um, here's what I had to say about this thing. I'm just going to read it again. I said, welcome, brothers and sisters, to the gun community. We make fun of everyone here. It's for the greater good. <laughs> I know those are bad words to a lot of people, <laughs> right? It's for the greater good, for the greater good, right? But ultimately, I think it is. We need to, if we're going to, if you're, if you care about being in the community, it is for the greater good that we bring attention to things that are wrong and people offer help. I think that's, you know, hey, people offer help. Um, I know when I spoke to Maj or when I listened to, to Maj's thing, he said that he offered to help them. I think there's lots of people out there that would offer to help if they would take it. But overall, if you want to be accepted in the community, this is part of it. People can talk about, uh, you know what, erase that. People could talk about you for whatever reason they want to. That's how freedom works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's how this thing goes. So if now I think if people are out there um, getting at you, coming at you really sideways in a toxic way or trying to say this is something to do with what your gender is, your ethnicity or whatever. Not necessary. I, I know Babyface P. I looked at his thing. I don't think anything from that was invo in, uh, involved there. Obviously, he was. you were deliberately poking the bear. You put hashtag so, NFAC in there. So. so to me, the best thing about throwing a bait like that out there mm -hmm. is having people expose their asses when they come back at you with, like, all of their prejudice and mm -hmm. try to, like, put it on you. And you're like, whoa, man, I just, I just made a joke, like. That's on you, man. That's not mm -hmm. on me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, uh, I, I think this is just part of the process in the gun community and everyone ha has to deal with that. And we're all if something happens, if something happens with us, if something happens with anyone out there, it, it's uh, a free range. You are the one that has to be if you are very concerned about some group that you represent or some ethnicity or whatever it is, if you are concerned about that, you're the one who needs to lock that down because when something goes wrong, you are opening yourself and whatever group it is you represent to scrutiny. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Um, and then from there, if there are people who are who are getting at you for the wrong reasons, I think there are lots of people who would recognize that and call attention to that and say, hey, that's that's not what we think is the problem here. That something else is the problem. But I think that we're within our rights to to repost and put out things there that you say, <laughs> that you put out there. And if you put falsehoods out there and you you are leading your people in the wrong way or giving them bad information and therefore making it worse, we are just trying to call attention to that. 
and uh, you, you just have to deal with it and you have to be willing to accept, uh, you know, what the truth is. I know someone said that I think locks and loaded. I think uh, I saw Harrison, uh, Harry from Harris Holsters said that locks and loaded who I've I believe I've had him on the podcast before. He's a NFAC guy. Um, I can we could we'll try to reach out to him, see if we can get him to come on here and talk about this. I know him. He's to me, I think, a cool guy, but, um, you yeah, know, he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. So, uh, do you do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't oh, okay. seen him before. Oh, Alaskan, you know? Yeah, I know. I, I watch his channel. He's a pretty cool guy. I've talked to him, emailed yeah. him. I was supposed to do like a a bug out bag video with him, but I mm-hmm. I never I dropped the ball. It was my fault. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do Florida versus Alaska bug out bags. Yeah. So. Um, I know he was asking me when he's coming back on, but this was way before all this stuff happened, and I was not aware. That he was doing any of that stuff, but I'm, I'm, I'll say it again. I'm happy to talk to people about this to have them come on, but you have to be willing. It's so to go back to we were talking about some of what happened, um, you know, last night. We, we had uh, uh, Trill Toya on. I, I think she's a cool person, man. I think she's amazing. Actually, she came on. She didn't exactly uh, go the exact wavelength with everyone else out there. Since when was that? Um, <laughs> necessary mm-hmm. is that necessary does everyone have to agree with us lockstep no and i i actually wanted to to say this i think mm-hmm. the flip side of like all the cancel culture you know because that's the thing that everybody talks about now and it exists mm-hmm. but i think the flip side is that people now think that backlash equals being canceled when it's not mm-hmm. canceling is when they try to destroy your livelihood and smear you and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, almost basically try to libel you, uh, getting, you know, exercising your first amendment rights. And then, uh, people using their first amendment against you to critique you is not being canceled. That's just, Mm -hmm. if you put yourself out there publicly, you're gonna, you have to expect whatever happens good or bad. So Mm -hmm. I think that just comes with the nature of everything. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of ironic that a, uh, a society that's so quick to, throw throw garbage at one another can't take it in return you'd think that at this point i I almost feel like at this point i I figured growing up and going to high school and college in the early 2000s that we would have been the most cynical and sarcastic society ever by now and a Mm. lot of us are and i think in the gun community we really are we're really sarcastic you know uh uh people sometimes but we mean it in good fun and I think it's kind of ironic that other people really aren't like that when, you know, you see insults every day. You think that people would have already grown yeah. thicker skin, but they become more sensitive to it than ever. Yeah. If you're not part of this community, you 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 probably don't realize that. But I think that's mm-hmm. in any community. Yeah. It's in any community that people do that. Like um, everyone has the right to talk about Michael Jackson, you know, <laughs> or R. Kelly or Bill Cosby. <laughs> Right. Everyone has the right to talk about it. These are public figures that are doing things. People have a right to have an opinion on that thing. Um, So you just have to be careful how you handle this and and just take it with a grain of salt and think about what's happening. Because, you know, if that if you have a leader who believes that if he truly believes that, then you have a problem. If you have a a leader that uh, knows he that he did the wrong thing and said the wrong thing and is not willing to admit that you actually have a worse problem. So just consider that. Stuck K said, I'll let you guys, whoever wants to answer this. Stuck K says, I have seen AR Slamfire home-built guns. 
I have um, there's a I do a lot of 45 super on the channel, mm -hmm. and which is like kind of a wildcat round between 45 ACP plus D and mm -hmm. 460 rolling. Mm -hmm. And if you look up 45 super on YouTube, the very first video that comes up is this 45 super AR build that slam fires. Mm -hmm. and the guy is telling him story. He's got like a white stormtrooper build. Uh, to his AR-15, and um, he's telling the story about it slam firing, and then he demonstrates it doing it, but it only does it with 45 Super, it doesn't do it with 45 ACP, which can sometimes mm -hmm. be interchanged with the same, mm -hmm. same gun that's not the stronger round. Okay. So it does, like ARs can slam fire, but generally speaking, there's there's a mo there's something wrong with the gun. Something's wrong with the firing pin is too long, or the firing pin isn't free-floating in there, mm -hmm. those kinds of things. Okay, okay. Uh, Babyface, you also do some building? What? Yeah, I've never... I, I build a lot of stuff. I've never... If you keep your, keep your guns clean, they, they're not supposed to do that. Okay, I mean, but someone could build something wrong, right, and have this problem. It's obviously... Just like if a manufacturer built something that had that problem, it would be on the manufacturer. If you build a gun and it has this problem, it's on you, isn't it? You did something wrong. Yeah, absolutely, of course. Okay. But uh, I mean, mm -hmm. that's not what happened here. Slam fire is it, it was a it was a, a drop fire is what happened here. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what what about the, uh, Rolando? Have you done any um, AR fifteen building? Uh, just basic stuff. Nothing. Uh, nothing crazy or out of spec. Okay. You know, just you know, off the counter builds. You know, just mm -hmm. build kits and things like that. But nothing really customer crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, it looks like Rod Mills is saying that Locks and Loaded does not want to talk about NFAC. <laughs> so he said he's happy to come on. He does not want to talk about it. So um, I think Rod's reaching out to him. Uh, he knows him. So uh, so there you go. And I think I saw what was it? I think I saw somewhere here where Harry uh, made a, uh, a video. Harry says when he made a video on NFAC and the mission, I agreed with everything he was saying. When I've watched, and, and I think he's talking about uh, Locks and Loaded, he says, when I've watched Grandmaster J, I can't say the same thing at all. He's a black David Duke. That's from Harry Solster. That's uh, his comment on that. And, and I kind of get that same feeling. Like, you know, this is a guy who has uh, fallen in love with the attention and the power that's coming out of this. The dangerous part of this is that there are people following him. And this is, a, this is just a warning sign that you got off lucky that people weren't seriously injured here. You know, and you might want to re-examine what you're doing and do it better for everyone. Do it better for everyone. I'm down to, to I'm down to support you being a militia and, and being armed and all that kind of stuff. I'm down with that. Okay, but we all need to be. I think I've I've said this before about lots of people, and um, I think that we all just really need to think about that and think about what we're doing. We were just not too long ago making fun of the couple. Well, I know I was. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Making fun of the couple in uh, St. Louis, right? The white couple that went out there with fake guns. <laughs> you know, or well, at least one of them, I don't, well, I shouldn't say fake. They were inoperable, or at least the handgun was inoperable. Maybe the AR was not loaded, so um, so there you go. Uh, Villain Trucker 26 gave us 10 bucks. He says, uh, Hashtag ladies night. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know, but thanks for the 10 bucks. <laughs> well, ladies night. He's talking about last night. Last yeah, one, night, one but night I was eating. <laughs> that was fun. 
I think that was fun. I think that was a great show. I think some people were mad at Toya because um, of something that she believes, and I don't. I, it's why I'm gonna why? have to go back and rewatch. We talked about it a little. Hank and I, I went over to the studio today. We talked a little bit about it, but mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to watch it last night, so I'm gonna have to go back and watch that last. Yeah. Bit through the holdover. Yeah, I well, think. I, go I, ahead, go I, ahead, uh, Rolando. You can explain yeah, what people. Ob- obviously, yeah. Joe and I talked about it uh, after afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because she had a lot of fun on the show, and I know you guys uh, uh, talked a lot after the show too. And uh, I, I think what I liked about Toya, I know a lot of people got heated about the things that she said and that she believed, but I think at the end she showed a lot of her maturity because she's like, look. This is what I believe, but I don't think any of this is going to actually happen. And I'm not going to cry over it if I don't get what I want mm-hmm. or, or if, if in this world. And I think that's kind of the same. Uh, Edgar kind of got a lot of the same reaction from mm-hmm. people, too, because people don't like that viewpoint of, I guess, a more of a negative viewpoint, I guess, about the United States and growing up here. Mm-hmm. And I've always told people I, I used to think. I used to be very defensive and think that way uh, until I'm a Navy brat. I've lived all over the world. I've seen how people are, and I've realized that you don't know what you don't know. Uh, it's one of the things that's bothered me about, well, you know, I would go to other countries. People would judge the United States. I'd be like, you don't know because you don't live there. Just like I can't judge you until I come over here and see how it really is. And I, I've had totally different perspectives. Like my experience as a Hispanic is actually very different than my wife's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of positive experiences growing up. I didn't really face racism or anything like that. And I've lived in, like I said, a lot of different countries all over the world. So I, I, I was never really raised to, to even think of race as an issue because mm-hmm. I, I was almost like a global I lived everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of carried the baggage of representing Puerto Rico and being an American. And I just kind of saw how different people are. So I'm not quick to judge unless somebody is actively fighting to take away my rights or they're trying to harm me. Uh, I want to hear what they have to say. Some of the best conversations I've ever had are with people who are devout Marxists, because it's fascinating to know how the heck did you get to think that way? And some people are mindless and they blather, oh, well, I'm a Marxist, but then you speak to them, they don't really know anything. Mm-hmm. But somebody that truly believes that, I actually want to know why they believe that. Mm-hmm. And I will vehemently disagree with them. Uh, I don't want that that belief to, to pervade or take over. Mm-hmm. But I do want to know where it comes from because you have to know how to counter it as well. And, and, and some people, you got to know where they came from in order to convince them. Mm-hmm. So I think Toy is the kind of person that she has anger from things that she's seen and how she's grown up. But I think she's also mature enough and she kind of showed that, but I live in the real world. I have friends that are not like this. It's, she almost admits to her own, this is how I feel, but it's not necessarily the reality of, of everything, or I'm not going to impose it on anybody. Yeah. And I, and I would invite people to really go back and look at that whole podcast. So for example, when American gun chick was talking, she was there cheering her on like Toya is a, she's, she's a good chick. <laughs> You know, she's a very positive person and everyone uh, in the gun community or most people in the gun community held her up as a hero for what she did to stop that shooting that was taking place outside of that club. Right. And and, and other things that she's done in her life, you know, she served, etc. Right. There's going to be things that people feel that you don't agree with. And here's the thing. I, I think we don't understand how powerful perspective is. Mm-hmm. OK, very powerful. Here's the problem. The truth is the truth. <laughs> we don't necessarily know the truth. We, yep. we, we view that through the lens of our perspective. 
Now, does it mean that we try if, if, to be a good human being, to be a good man, good person in the world? I think you try to make sure that you're seeing the truth, even when it's something that, you know, you don't want to see. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to try to do that. But but it's important. Like here on this show, what I'm trying to do is to not always uh, speak to the choir and, and have other people come on and then at least have us hear what their perspectives are and maybe try to find out like, okay, why does this person have this perspective? And of course we, we, we have, we may have a completely um, different one at the same time when it's someone who, who is really genuinely a good person, we got to learn how to go. Okay, cool. Heard you, <laughs> you know, it's not a reason to like get really, really mad and then start saying bad things because of that. When maybe in the beginning you were cool because, oh, this person stopped this shit. Like, what, ultimately, do we care about that? You know, no. can, can we win an argument? Can we, uh, are there a hundred things that we could say, hey, you know, uh, so just for example, if she were in another country, she might not have been able to stop a shooting like that. Right. Yep. But America allows you to stop something like that and not wind up in jail or in trouble over it. But it's not necessary to beat someone up over that when, you know, they're just speaking their mind. And that's not necessarily forever. That point of view is not necessarily forever. Uh, Len Holt says, I'm glad Toya expressed herself and did not resort to shutting down and labeling everything uh, as a dividing line. She listened. She listened all the way oh, yeah. through, even after the show. She was here still talking to us and she had work and stuff like that to get off to. So I think it's awesome. And I think I'm not trying to say this because it's like me or whatever. But um, Lola and I were trying to have it was it was mostly women, it was three women on and me. And which we were really trying to, like, get those opinions and things like that and find out what they wanted to talk about. And that was something that she said, I want to talk about this. So let's just bear that in mind. Uh, Michael M. gave us 20 bucks. He says, um, Hank, great show last night. You had three of the baddest ladies in the 2A community. I didn't know Sade was into guns. <laughs> How did you find her? Laugh out loud. I'm killing, uh, kidding. Trill is the truth. She's really cool, man. She is really cool. And uh, let's see what. Uh, okay. So Dan Cato, a.k.a. Grey Wolf 308 gave us 15 bucks here he says uh diversity and inclusion 101 thanks to the hosts so there you go awesome um the nick stoner says smash those thumbs ups we've got a hundred people in here right now it'll be awesome if you guys all awesome. smashed the thumbs ups um is there something that you guys want to talk about i think i don't know if we've exhausted the uh that particular thing but what's on i just want to say mm -hmm. it's that people like NFAC are actually going out and marching and showing their Second Amendment rights. Mm -hmm. Like, I may or may not agree with what they're marching about, mm -hmm. but like Breonna Taylor, we all agree that that was wrong, like you said. And I just think it's great to see, like, that's what the Second Amendment is mm -hmm. for, is when you perceive the government is too harsh, that you are to stand up to the government. That's what it's for. That's what it was written for. Amen. I think that's just awesome to see that mm -hmm. and until the rest of us get up off of our butts and do this with red flag law protests or yeah. do this same thing while we're all walking down the street with our ars i'll even carry it with the maggot the 30 round clipazine or whatever you want to call it <laughs> <laughs> okay my shotgun unloaded don't worry baby face people. <laughs> 
until we're marching on the Capitol with like against red flag laws until, you know, God forbid, we're putting, you know, state legislators on under citizens arrest for, you know, violating the Constitution. We're going to keep seeing this and we're going to have to start holding people accountable. And that's what they're trying to do. Um, they got to do a little better job at it, apparently. But that's what they're trying to do. And I, I, I applaud them for trying to do it, at least. You know, I may, may not agree with it. I mean, I think we all know that there are some of these cop killings that are wrong. Mm-hmm. And there are some of them that are justified. Absolutely. Trying to movement and turn us into a socialist nation because of it is wrong. Mm-hmm. But there are. it's based on some murky facts here and there. Mm-hmm. And we got to make sure that we, uh, we, we look at that and from that perspective, because that is what the Second Amendment is for. Yeah. You know what? That's an excellent point, man, that you just made. Like, are we in the Second Amendment? And I think I've seen even the NFAC guys say that, like, we're not really standing up all like that. And and Mm -hmm. that's not I don't want to make a blanket statement. I know for a fact there's people in the Second Amendment community standing up. But are we really standing up the way that we should? What What do you guys think? Uh, Definitely not. And I think that kind of grows broader to, I don't know if you want to call it conservatism or libertarianism or Mm -hmm. or the freedom movement. Mm -hmm. I think that for, I think we're still suffering the repercussions. I call it, I hate to use Romney as like a representation of it, but I call it the Romney effect when he was in that final debate against Obama and Candy Crowley basically was like, oh, Obama didn't call, uh, Obama did call Benghazi terrorism. And Romney was just like, what? That's a complete blatant lie. Mm-hmm. And he did nothing. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. the gun community. That's the freedom movement there that we just sit here all the time. and We're so shocked by what the anti-gunners and what the left does, that they're just willing to lie and spin their narrative and be unpatriotic. Mm-hmm. And we just sometimes are just like, how is this possible? Like, what did we do? Mm-hmm. Like, we played by the rules. We were always polite. We were cordial. Mm-hmm. We would, you know, we would go there in good faith when they would stab us in the back. We would literally, they would bring the gun and we would have the knife in the fight. And we were, and we would be the ones that get buried every time. And I think to this day, we're in shock. So sometimes when you see a group like NFAC, maybe we get angry because we're like, we're almost envious because it's like i don't agree with their cause but they're actually out there marching and using their first and second amendment rights for a cause that i'm against but i guess i really don't necessarily care about my cause that much because i'm not doing i'm not going out there doing the same thing Mm -hmm. now that doesn't mean we go out there and intimidate people because i think that's what they did in some circumstances i heard that but uh being marching peacefully you know following the rules and being out there and showing your presence Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. People get intimidated by that. That's their problem. Yeah. As long they as showed up and they were organized. Maybe yeah. there's definitely issues, right? So, yeah. but yeah, they showed up. Babyface, what do you think about this, man? Does it make sense to you? You agree yeah. with that? Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to read through the chat. We have mm-hmm. a lot of chatters in Yeah, here. yeah, there's a lot of folks. I hope you're all smashing the thumbs up, please. Uh, okay, smash them. Yeah, we, we don't, we're too quiet. We're the... the when you hear the silent majority, you have silent too, sometimes too silent. Like mm-hmm. people are literally trampling us mm-hmm. left and right. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, oh, somebody else will take care of it. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll call my congressman. That's the most I'm going to do. Some people won't That's even do that. True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't, lot, <laughs> are we even going to start with the NRA? Yeah. You know, I think. Right. No, no, no. That's <laughs> fine. Um, I think that's true. I think that's true that, you know, um, 
we we have to know where the line in the sand is, and at some point we've got to say, hey, that line's you guys have gone way over that line. I mean, I looked at this thing that Biden is proposing. Hell, I'm not. I'm that's not happening. I'm not complying with that. If. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm. I, yeah, it, it's all insane. Everything well, that, he has. That's is, but see that. Well, that's what they do. They always go two hundred and fifty percent because if they only get ten percent, it's still a win for them. Mm-hmm. Whereas yep. we always go defensive. That's it. Like, well, they already took away bump stocks, or they already have the NFA. Let's make it so that they don't take anything else. Instead of saying no, no, no. Our bill is you can buy you can buy military surplus vehicles. 50 caliber weapons and hellfire missiles. And that's our starting point. That's our 250%. Yeah, exactly. And then when we get 10%, it's repealing the NFA. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, that's a win. So that's uh, the game that we have to play with them. Mm-hmm. When are you running for office? I'll, I'll, I'll Yeah, pass. I think that that's the way that you have to do it. See, and you don't have to be. We, we need some it. of that too. We need yeah. all things. Someone asked me about this the other day. They're like, you guys are only just going to call your congressman. Is that all you're going to do? And I said, no, There's, that's just a, one part of it. Go ahead. Sorry, There's Patrick. A, we have a real problem in the in the gunnies in the gun community that all of us, I think most of us tend to be the type of people that just want to be left alone. Yeah. So most of us don't want to run for Congress or for your local senates or whatever because you don't want that publicity. But we're going to well, not even that. seeking that power. Right. I mean, I think this is one thing I've found about most gun guys. Some some might be like that, but I think most of us are not trying to have people put that out there that we're trying to somehow have power over people with how many guns we have. <laughs> it's the opposite. Yeah, we don't want them to have power over us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at Sometimes some point, we're too quiet about it. We think yeah. that it, we instead of using the ballot box, we think that we'll have to use the bullet. But the bullet, it's too late when you have to if it gets to that point. Yeah. When you could have done it the easy way. Yeah. Or at least the easier way. Mm-hmm. Go yeah, ahead, Alaska. I'm worried, worried about the like you said. You're worried about what Biden's coming in, and that's no way you're complying with that. If it it's if it comes down to that becomes law, and the law enforcement officers are there to repress your rights, it's too late for. I mean, they mm-hmm. are going to take it from your cold dead hands. Your mm-hmm. body is going to be on the floor. Your your family's going to be paraded as yeah. Marxist, militia, Nazi, whatever, racist, with how many thousands of rounds of ammunition on the TV. I mean. It's already too late, and all you're doing is reinforcing the argument at that point. If we don't get out now and start peacefully protesting uh, and peacefully coming to solutions like um, uh, like arresting senators that propose red flag laws like that, mm-hmm. they, they should – that's a I've, – I've thought about it a lot here in Alaska because it, it's a, a felony for any elected official or any government official, I should say – commit dereliction of duty mm-hmm. in Alaska. Mm-hmm. In Alaska, you can uh, arrest, uh, you can put somebody under a citizen's arrest for a felony. Mm-hmm. So the three legislators who introduced red flag laws, I, in theory, should be able to go allow or arrest them mm-hmm. and put them in, the, in front of the, Ala- the, the Alaska troops. Why is that not happening? Uh, it's not happening because I don't just have had a baby. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not even saying you. Like, how come no one's trying to do that? Do they have someone protecting them? What's the... You know, has anyone well, I mean, tried to do that in Alaska? No, I mean nobody's tried to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's a peaceful solution. It's not. You're not shooting anybody. You're not. Um, you know, you're doing what is lawful. It's a mm-hmm. peaceful solution. I, I don't have the money to. You know, I emailed like Second Foundation, Second Amendment Foundation about it, and like I never got one back because they probably said he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but like I don't have the money to fight lawyers' fees when they come back and sue me for false arrest or worse. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have the money to um, fight a court case if they arrest me for false imprisonment afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, so there, there's, you know, it would take a group of people working together mm -hmm. to where the group responsibility is blamed uh, for stuff like that. But it, until we do it at state and national levels, um, and people funding it like Michael Bloomberg mm -hmm. should be arrested and tried against the Constitution of the United States. That's mm -hmm. that's the huge advantage that uh, the left has and the anti-gun groups have, because, I mean, how many stories have you have you guys heard the stories of how you'll have like Antifa or BLM protesters or rioters really at that point because they're getting arrested for violence and then they get they get their bail paid uh, for them by uh, celebrities or these left wing packs. So we, there is no equivalent. I'm not, I'm not saying that you need to encourage illegal actions, but if you're going to do something like that, that would be legal. But the government is going to say, well, it may be legal, but we're not going to let let it be legal. We're still going to arrest yeah. you and you don't have an organization to back you up. That's that's the one thing that bothers me. There are so many billionaires on the left that are willing to put their money where their mouth is like, what, did you just hear the Jeff Bezos wife? I think she got $60 billion in the divorce. She's given up already like two, right? Two, yeah, almost $2 billion to, uh, to social justice causes. I mm -hmm. mean, how can you compete against that? Mm -hmm. You can't. There's, there's no equivalent. And mm -hmm. it's because we've conceded on the right the institutions, too. That, that's what we did. People are just happy to go full libertarian. I think that's really what I call it. And, it, and I hate to say it, but the individualism sometimes leads to selfishness. Mm -hmm. It's why you can't have freedom without morality, I'm convinced, because then people will just start behaving immoral mm -hmm. um, all the time, and they'll take advantage of that freedom. So there, mm -hmm. there has to be a balance. And I think the founders made that pretty clear, that it's like you, it, you can have a republic if you can keep it. It's not just about going through the motions. You have to be morally worthy of that responsibility and the freedom that we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, for, I, to, and to, I sometimes think that we prove that we're not. Yeah. To have a society, you do have to have that like line. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. You have to have that line. Um, I think at this point we've gone like so far over that line with, I don't know, millions of laws and stuff like that. It's terrible. Babyface, if you're wondering, I'm trying to get Mosh. I'm still, Marley hasn't come home yet, so I'm still waiting on food. Oh, he says Skype him now. Let's see if we can get him on here. Uh, All right. If he, if he jumps in, I'll yeah, jump out. Yeah. And I'm going to keep watching, though. Yeah, this is a great conversation, though. Um, Guys, you're just so you're aware, your your time is up. Maj is going to take the next 50 minutes. <laughs> he never talked to Maj. Yeah, he he might not have anything time. to say, man. He might come up. Maj might oh, come good, up. Oh, good. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I got lucky. One time, one time I sat down with Maj, and he's like, Tell me what you're all about. There like, you go. Really? That's, that's I was like, Maj, you can let me talk. And then yeah. he actually this. I was uh, like, this is great. That is a power <laughs> move, man. That's a power yeah. move on Maj, Maj, you know, on his that's part. That's what he does. He wants to know. Yeah. Before like, he comes on, I'd like to make one, mm -hmm. one point, um, mm -hmm. if it's all right. I watch a channel called uh, John Mark, Mark My Words. Mm -hmm. And he's really conservative. And he has this um, movement uh, that's kind of an offshoot of libertarianism, but more mixed with conservatism. It's called propertarianism. Um, and I, I encourage everybody to go look it up. It's, uh, it's hard to spell, propertarianism, uh, but like property and property and Arianism, right? Okay. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with Arianism. But what it is is your rights are your property, your intellectual property. Mm -hmm. And uh, in order to have rights and work together in a society, you have to have general reciprocity of those rights. And what are those rights? Life, liberty, property, right? Mm -hmm. uh, John Locke, right? 
And so you have to have this thing called reciprocity. And that, on the right, that is our moral belief. Like, the moral belief on the left is equality, right? Everybody's equal, but that the problem is, is that's not true. Everybody deserves to be treated equally mm -hmm. by the law, mm -hmm. but not everybody is equal. I mean, you have more subscribers than me because you put out a better show than I do. I mean, that's the truth. And so, like, um, we're not equal in that in that regard. I don't deserve to be equal to somebody who has you know the mic and the light set up and all that stuff that it, who doesn't stutter through his words all the time and stuff like that. I don't deserve that equality. But I deserve reciprocity as a human being, which is I need to be treated the way you want to you you want to be treated, mm -hmm. and is more, more based on the golden rule. So if if you guys want to look that up, um, mark my words. Now he kind of he kind of goes off into we're a uh, a nation of, of like white people and stuff like that. But uh, he has some very good points, and mm -hmm. if you want to look up like the Propertarian Institute and stuff mm -hmm. like that, um, but he says like. The Western culture, the main thing we have is rule of law, and then equality does away with rule of law. Reciprocity brings it back, mm -hmm. and part of that reciprocity is government officials don't get free speech. Mm -hmm. If if they see something that is uh, uh, illegal or wrong or something like that, they can be tried, sued, whatever. And that's the whole idea of this movement. It's a very small movement. But it's something a lot of people need to look up, and I think there's some ways you could phrase it a lot better when you watch his channel. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's got a lot of followers. He's got several million views of uh, on videos. So, okay, uh, check him out. Mark my words. Mark my words. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you if you have any way of getting in touch with him, uh, let us know. I'm still trying to get Maj. I don't know. We're not. He's well, not I'm hanging around for the next. Yeah, uh, he's not big. He's not. If you need to go, you can. If you need to go, you can uh, go. Marley has not shown up yet oh. with my food, so I ain't leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for it. She's picking it up on the way home from work. You pay for it. It's her food. It's her food too. Yeah, <laughs> it's her food too. Had a rough day, know. Yeah, she's probably like, yeah, I'm just gonna pull over here and uh, chill out right Eat now. It. <laughs> I know he's waiting. I think she's probably. I I, I bet you she's pulling up right now. You can see it through the window. <laughs> you just did. You just did uh, a neck bone move. That's uh, that's Patrick's dog. You just did the same no, move. No, it's not buck shot. Buck neck bone. Oh, is she here? Do you hear her? Go on. I think she is here actually because yeah. he's running off. I think now. I saw someone come over your shoulder. I think I saw Did something. Did you actually? Yeah. Yeah, that was pro. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Let, we'll try to we'll try to get Maj in here. But if you need to go, man, go and we'll we'll eventually get him. He might be he might be in the middle of another conversation or something, which we'll we'll carry on until uh, until we can get him on here. So, if you need to handle the business, get your food. Get whatever else you need to get on done, you know. All right. I just heard her come in. I bid you guys adieu. Have thanks so fun. much, man. I will be watching on the other side. All right. Take thanks. Care. See you Yeah. The food is in the building, and I know how that goes. I, I, so, yeah, I'll keep trying to get Maja on here for everyone who's out there. You guys need to smash those thumbs ups, okay? Uh, we appreciate that. Uh you know, it helps uh, float us up here with with everything going on, all the stuff happening right now. And Maj is going to come on to talk about um, some of what's in the title of the show here. So uh, be on the lookout for that. There's another another thing I saw in the news, I think, that I wanted to talk to you guys about. I'm not sure if you heard of it or not, but uh, it seems like Herman Cain, uh, Herman Cain has passed. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a sad day. Yeah, mm-hmm. Herman Cain, uh, U.S. ex-presidential candidate, dies after contracting COVID, unfortunately. Um, and I didn't even realize that he was sick or anything like that. But uh, it says here, Mr. Mr. Kane, 74, was hospitalized after being diagnosed with a disease earlier this month. Uh, it, uh, this is a quote from the family. It says, uh, or, or, or friends or something like that. Herman Kane, our boss, our friend, like a father to so many of us, has passed away. A message posted on his official website. He was a supporter of President Trump and is one of the most high-profile Americans to die with the virus. Um, And his social media accounts have been providing regular updates on his condition. Uh, On July 7th, a post from his Twitter account said doctors are trying to make sure these uh, oxygen levels are right. Uh, This is a tough virus, it said. Please continue praying. So, um, yeah, rest in peace, Herman Cain. You know, um... My condolences to his family out there. That's. Did you guys hear about this? I did. Uh, I, mm-hmm. yeah, Go ahead. I heard it. Yeah, I heard about it earlier today. Uh, I know that he had been uh, or was just recovering uh, from stage four pancreatic cancer. So I know a lot of people say that that probably, you know, going through chemo and all that stuff obviously immu- um, compromises your immune system. Uh, uh oh, coming in with a vengeance. Okay, you need to turn that down, Marsh. And this is how we get. This is how we get. Okay, Marsh, you gotta turn that down. That was the obligatory Philadelphia thing to play the music oh, okay. absurdly loud. <laughs> yeah, I will send that obligatory YouTube. <laughs> That's 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 an obligatory YouTube get demonetized thing because it's several. It's a phrase had some cuss words in it. Not just that. You I'm know? sure. I'm sure those people uh, will also not be happy with it, man. Everyone hits hits us with copyright strikes nowadays, but hopefully we we avoid that. So wait. So hey, can, wait. Up? Can y'all see me? Yeah, we can yep. see you. Turn your camera sideways if you can. First question. Turn side. Turn sideways. Turn the camera. Go sideways with the camera. Huh? Sideways? Yeah. Boom. There you go. Look at that. Yeah. There you go. There you go. What's up, Marsh? <laughs> Second question. Can I cuss with the demonetization and the censorship and the fascism going on right now? Am I am I allowed to will it will it please the crown if I cuss? <laughs> it won't, but you do what you gotta do, man. As far as I'm concerned, we'll just deal with that. You be you. That's all we want. That's all the folks out there want from you. Um, Babyface P was just here. Um, he, he, he threw up a meme. I don't know whether or not you saw his meme. I try to tag you in it, but we also have Alaskan Ballistics as well as Puerto Rican Pistolero uh, in here right now with you. So, what's up? At Puerto Rican Pistolero. What's up, my brother? How's it going, Maj? Good to see you again, man. How you been? Okay, so I'm, I'm assuming that you're in or from Alaska. Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. Class right. in Alaska. I haven't been there. I'm trying to... Well, we got to do it like in the in this in this late summer, early fall that y'all winter times is something else. And I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> we, <laughs> you just double up and keep doing what you're doing. No yeah. Doubt. yeah. If you do really want to uh, go out to Alaska, man, I could put you guys in touch. And Alaskan Ballistics, his name is Chuck. He can help you out with that, man. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah. Hank, Hank and Chuck. 
wait, y'all got have like y'all have like the most American names, Hank and Chuck. Yeah, we all can't be Maj. <laughs> Only one of them. <laughs> yeah, everyone can't be Maj around here. Yeah. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Everyone's shouting you out right now out there in the chat. Um, listen, the subject of, of, of the podcast tonight and the reason why I invited you on is everything going on um, around the, the situation with NFAC. Um, and I wanted to get your take on this. I know you've yeah. obviously NFAC. seen all the stuff. Yeah, I, you're breaking up a little bit here. Let me see. Okay, we probably lost him here for a second. He looks like he's slowing down. Um, yeah, Night Train says, I see the mean and greedy streets. Obviously, the internet is also mean and gritty. You, you're breaking up there. Um, I spoke to... Hold, yeah, you're breaking up. I'm fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> if you find a good spot <laughs> where the internet is working, can you at least park there? I'm gonna park there. I'm going to park now. Yeah. Park now. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this is decent enough that we can hear you. Yeah. All right, so I spoke to Grandmaster Jay um, yesterday for about a half hour. Okay. Uh, we because the first thing I thought was um, I'm gonna keep it a buck. The first thing I thought was people are gonna automatically assume that you know how. Okay, so Hank, you can you can you can attest to this, right? Somebody that does that that'll meet you like for the first few times and doesn't really know you, they'll be like, "Well, yeah, my cousin has guns. Um, do you know him?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I don't know your cousin. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, right. I, you know, so I, my thought was, okay, we're going to associate everything that he does with the work that we do. Um, then the second thing that I thought was, um, you have to reach out. If you want to critique someone, I think it's really important to reach out to that person and get content. A lot of people on the right say, you know, if you're a Trump supporter or not, you'll say, you know, well, we got to get the context. We got to get all of the facts. Um, but sometimes it's more difficult to do that as opposed to saying it. So I reached out to him. I wanted to hear his perspective. I spoke to him for about a half hour yesterday. Um, I did a little bit of a live on it, but um, I just wanted to know the context. And mm-hmm. I like the fact that he's a, it's a showing of that many melanated beings exercising their Second Amendment rights, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think that, you know, um, I'm not personally an open carry person, but to each his own. And symbolically, I think that's an amazing thing. I told this, mm-hmm. um, there's some concerns that I have. Um, obviously, in the, the most recent video, I'm like, eh, that's just inaccurate. You know, and we talked about that. And, and uh, any, any questions that y'all got about the conversation? We can do it. Um, I'm totally open to it. And I told him I was going to talk about it. Like, okay. I'm not, y'all know me, I'm, Hank, you know, I'm fully transparent. I've been honest about the cases that I've caught. I've been honest about, mm-hmm. you know, the things that I've, I've used. And so um, everybody knows I'm going to be transparent. So mm-hmm. um, whatever questions y'all, you know, but off top, though, I do think that it's very important for there to be a more and more and more of a showing of melanated beings across the country, whether they're our brown brothers and sisters, our yellow brothers and sisters. Um, I don't know. I don't want to get called a racist, but like our red brothers and sisters, I think that it's very important that we are showing up in mass and showing symbolic a gesture of, hey, we're armed and we exercise our Second Amendment rights. So that's my, my primary thought of why I support that portion of that movement. But any other questions? Because I, I 
definitely got some concerns, some questions. I got up in there, you know, immediately. Okay. Um, so I think I heard the, the last part. Um, my, if you, I don't know if you guys have any questions. My first question would be, when you spoke to him, uh, how did he come across to you? Did he seem receptive to the, concern, to the concerns that we have? Like, does he even care about the gun community, for example, and our opinions of what went down? No, he doesn't give a shit about the opinions. Okay. Um, and I can, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, a lot of the shit that's opinionated you know the story. Opinions is like assholes. Everybody's got one. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, so, and I and I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very, in my conversation with him. He was very standoffish. Mm-hmm. Now, my objective nature goes. Well, if I made a blunder, and if everybody that reached out to me was trying to attack me or potentially school me, I might be a little defensive too. Um, and I didn't see. The negligence. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, I don't know anybody that has any of the footage, so I'm, I'm giving it a little bit more room. Mm-hmm. Um, as a people like Voda or Vada or Lucian or whatever his name is, this month, you know what I'm saying? I can see exactly what unsafe things he's doing. I can see it. I can mm-hmm. go, yeah, that's bullshit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I wanted to hear his perspective. But no, initially he was he was defensive. Um, and he's he has more of a, 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 a like... A stoic, you know, like, I, you know, Hank, you and I, we kind of, we laugh, we joke, but when it comes to firearm safety, we're very, very strict, mm-hmm. right? Outside of that, we laugh, we joke, we poke fun of ourselves, so forth and so on. That's not who he is as as, as, as his character, yeah. right? So um, he was very defensive, but as we talked, he was he was much more receptive, but in regards to the opinions of other people in the community, especially people that haven't reached out to him, Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a fuck, and he shouldn't. Right. I don't so, give a fuck anybody that hasn't reached out to me to help me either. So okay, you know cool. I mean? So let's. So let me just say this before you came on, which obviously I know you're busy and you haven't. You probably have not had a chance to see what we're saying before you came on. Um, you're you're welcome to to go look back at it another time, and if you have any issues, you know, come back on and we could talk about it. Um, yeah. I, I think there's several things. So first of all, I, I think. My conclusion, and and these guys could tell me if they disagree, one, all of us, whether you consider yourself part of this community or not, if you are doing something around firearms or anything for that matter, we have the right to look at what you're doing and we feel like we have the right to criticize it or even make fun of it. You know, mostly it's where is that coming from, right? Because we do it. We've done it to each other. If you I saw your live, you said if you did something wrong, you're you're the one that would be held responsible and you would expect for people to speak on it. You know, it maybe even make fun of you. It's not just happened to black people, although I know that there are black people that feel when something like this happens, everyone's just coming down on them. But we've done it recently to everyone, you know, so including including white people. And I feel like that's fair. Right for for people to I, see I, that I there up until the the comment section is fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. Me ragging on friends, right? I don't have the best. I'm my legs are strong, but I don't have, have the best looking calves, mm-hmm. right? When my friends rag on me, my weightlifting friends rag on me about my calves, I know where it's coming from. But in that comment section, if it turns into he's got those nigger calves, it's mm-hmm. like whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of that's in those comment sections. Not maybe necessarily um, the 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 influencers or the the gun guys and gun women. And I gotta say, guys, because women 
they're way more fucking like refined and classy than us. We are animals. I, us guys, <laughs> we just do all kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So maybe not the influences, but them comment sections from a lot of those guys that post that stuff. You know, t- you know, Tim from Military Arms Channel. He did a very good job of being objective. Mr. Guns and Gear, the co- the caption was great on this video. It was, hey, if I supported NFAC, mm-hmm. and if I was a member and supported it, I would, in essence, be asking for a different leadership because mm-hmm. this, the leader's making us look bad. And I thought that was a good section turns into trash. Yeah, so here's the so here's the thing. I mean, so so if it's someone who has a name, a face and a reputation and they're putting that out there, then we could deal with that. Just like if it was something they were doing, we could deal with it. If we all know, for all of us, everyone in their comments there's a lot of nonsense, right? Uh, Guns and Gear, Military Arms Channel, you, me, everyone that's on here, there's a lot of nonsense cuz people are pretty much anonymous out there. People have multiple accounts. You know, there's people coming at you from both sides and it's the same person. So there's a lot of that. I think in our conversation here, in general, we all support what those guys are doing. I know I haven't said anything bad about them. Um, be Like they have the right to be a militia and be armed. I believe that. And, and everyone that's here on this panel right now with us believes that. Am I correct, guys? Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we support that. Now, obviously, they, you know, they, they have the freedom to not be in the community or care about us, but we support people's rights in America to be armed. We believe in the Second Amendment and that it's for everyone. Um, so I feel like there's, we're all seeing that there's some things going wrong and we could maybe help. For sure, not all of our comments and our reactions to it are helpful. But we could help. But part of that, like you said, part of being friends, part of being in the same community is you, you know, you have the license to, to say things about what's happening to at least have the discussion and for the other side to be open to listen to that if they if they care to. I think I think that, yes, 100 percent agree with that, that broken down very eloquently. Hank. Mm-hmm. I, what I'm saying, though, is even people that I completely disagree with, um, I can understand and, and, and get the vibe, mm-hmm. right? He has, um, this is where I'll be critical of, of Grandmaster J. His arrogant level is like, bro, listen, if I said to you, I'll put a full mag in my Glock 19, and in that Glock 19, if I rack the slide, it's going to create, a, the firearm's going to fire. Everybody would laugh at me, right? Mm-hmm. That's an essence of you're saying when you say, Okay, I hit the back of the buttstock. It, it it racks around. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Um, and if I said that that meant that every day somebody's gonna get their head blown off, y'all would be like, bro, what are you talking about? There's so many levels of of mm-hmm. sorry, like. Are you serious? Like, are you being satirical? Like, you being yeah. funny? Well, if you put yourself up as an expert, so for example, the words where he said he was like, "Hold on, y'all, let me show you how stupid these idiots are." Right. So now you're putting yourself up as an expert. Uh, For me, I've never put myself up as an expert. Um, I know there are people who definitely are, you know, and there's people who say that they are. But once you put yourself in that position where you're like, let me show you how stupid these guys are when you and I heard you say that, that, you know, you have to take responsibility for what happened. It's it's, you know, for sure, there's misinformation maybe out there. And this was not 
a negligent discharge that that wound up with someone getting actually shot but getting hit with shrapnel it's still a, a negligent discharge and you still have to take responsibility for that if you are the person in charge yeah. and you put on that event if you're a leader if you're the coach if you're the team captain again i say this um i am a point guard i have access to you know um kareem Abdul uh, you start again, man, because you Magic broke up there. Magic Johnson was a superstar in his own right. Okay. But Magic Magic Johnson had Kareem. You know, you 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 have someone to dish to, and as a point guard, as the captain, when when the the winds come, everybody's gonna drink the. Everybody's wants to. Everybody gets the champagne shower, right? Mm -hmm. But when those losses come. The team captain, the point guard, and the coach, and the owners deal with the owners deal with it financially. Mm -hmm. Point guard deals with it on you know, or the team captain, maybe the point guard or not, deals with it in press. But the rest of the guys are unseen. Mm -hmm. They don't even come out to the captain. You get that C on your jersey, you come out, and I'm gonna deal with the brunt of this. Anything that happens, anything that the questions that happened about black uh, of about my my charges and all that other stuff, I have to stand in front of every camera and repeat the same story a thousand times. I have to take that heat. Yeah, and you did it when you first came out. When you first came out, we actually, me and you, went through this, yeah. right? Like you first came out, everyone reached out to me because they're like, "What's up with this March to Ray guy?" You know, uh, I'm supposed to know all the black people, <laughs> which right. I guess is kind of true, <laughs> even though it is it. And, but you came on and you took every question, including the uncomfortable ones, and you answered them and you answered them over and over again. And this is how we measure a man. Like you were talking about right. men. This is how we measure each other. Like if you're a leader and something goes wrong and you don't take responsibility for it, we're going to measure you like that, whether you like it or not. All right. And that's that's because I can I can and this is where humility kicks in that I challenge some of us not the not the leadership or the, the influencers or the guys with big followings and those guys pretty much get it mm -hmm. right and they have to address it but more speaking to the rank and file the guys that's in those comment sections outside of the bots right we have to take on more of a spirit of humility. Because whatever we want to say about this dude and his arrogance, because he is arrogant. He's arrogant. I'm going to be straight up about that. He's arrogant. For me to reach out to you when I don't have to, and for you to me to pick up that phone call and it's defensive, I can literally at that point just hang up and be like, get the fuck out of here. I put my time in. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And every, no, one, no one can legitimately say Maj didn't put his time and resources and sweat equity. If you say that, everybody's going to go, nah, I don't like him, but he has put his time in, right? So I could go, who the fuck are you to be arrogant with me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the spirit of humility we have to take on, which is this guy doesn't know, but sometimes you're following that you're, th you got to repost from 50 Cent, a legend. Mm -hmm. You got to repost from 50 Cent. When he started following me a year or so ago, he had maybe 1,500 followers, maybe, on the gram. Mm -hmm. You have over 100,000 followers now in the last two weeks. We have to use everyone in the Army, and sometimes you're thrust into a position that you're actually not ready for. I do not believe that he's... 
I think he is thrust into a position of leadership, but I think we could help him add on to his position of a leader of those people. Me as a, you know, I'm not a part of the thousand yard club. I don't want to be. I want to deal with three to five yards. I'm good there. That's where most of the goofy shit happens. I want to be sound and excellent at three to five yards, right? Mm -hmm. With that being the case, I know my role and I say, you know, nah, don't come ask me about the Coriolis effect. I'm going to lead you to, if you've already got to a certain level of, of instruction and tutelage, I'm going to say, yo, Buck Doyle, my man mm-hmm. is on it. And he needs to come out to Utah and come see a follow-through uh, Buck course. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, yo, this guy's finger is giving me, uh, his, his finger is giving me uh, 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 uh you know, uh, Jerry Mitchellek vibes. I'm going to reach out to the Mitchellek family and go, yo, I got a student from the last two years that's way beyond me now, and I'm going to pass off. That's a certain level of a leader. A good leader is a delegator. Mm-hmm. A good leader is willing to lead from the front and die for and protect his team. Mm-hmm. A good leader has to think about everything. He has been thrust into a position of leadership. And I think we could help him before we critique him negatively because what's going to happen there is, and I'm not saying don't shoot the shit on him. As guys, we're going to rag on people. Mm-hmm. My homies rag on my calf muscles mm-hmm. from a loving place. They're going to mm-hmm. be like, bro, just I saw you squat 500 pounds. What the fuck is up with your calves, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Yeah, stop missing leg day. <laughs> but genetics is genetics, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> missing leg day but you're somehow missing leg day you're gonna make fun of me yeah but from a loving place and i know because we've developed that rapport i'm challenging the people in those comment sections to develop that rapport with someone that has gotten in a very short period of time gotten national attention and it's not that he was doing the negligent shit himself if what he's saying is true, is someone passed out and they yeah, it looks like this all this all blossomed and got uh, probably unmanageable, right? Because there's lots yeah. of people that want to be involved. But this is why I asked you the question at first: Does this person even care to do it? Because here's the thing: if someone is saying, "Look, I don't give a crap about the gun community," you know, like let's say I let's say I come into doing this and I'm like, I don't care about the gun community. I don't care what they think about me. I don't care what they have to say. That's one thing. But if you do care. If you do yeah. care about that, and if you're if you're gonna say, hey, these people are just trying to get at us, they're not, they don't want to support us, and they're doing it because of this. If you that that it that indicates to me that you care. If you care, then you have to. Oh, this has to be an open two way communication where maybe people are paying attention to you because of some crazy stuff happening, but you can correct that and you can build that into something. You can build that relationship. That bridge can't come across one way, right? People have to build that bridge from either side of the shores. That's why it was very important for me, and he agreed mm-hmm. to do a safety class with Black Guns Matter. Mm-hmm. To me, be arrogant, be militant, be all of those things. I can tell you where I agree. I can tell you why I disagree. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Where the rubber meets the road for me, if you do a good basic firearm safety class, mm-hmm. and he agreed to it. Okay. We'll see what comes of it. And I think that, that I'm, I'm Jon Snow, baby. I'm just trying to unite the clans because the anti-gun community is the White Walkers and the Night King. They're coming. Mm-hmm. Winter is coming. 
Yeah, yeah. So I could just give you an example. Alaskan Ballistic said this before you came on, right? He said, you know what? For all that we could say about these guys on one side, on the other side, and I'm paraphrasing you, uh, Ballistics, but he said, you know what? I, I admire these guys because they are willing to get out there and, and march and protest and organize and do it publicly and willing yep. to stand up to this because a lot of us in the gun community are not willing to do that. So if there's a message that could be brought to those guys, it's like, look, you're going to take this heat because you did something crazy. Best thing to do, admit it and deal with it. We talk about companies, people and all of that that do that. But we want you to, you know, we want to support what you're doing. We we honestly do. I know I do. And, and for sure, man, there's going to be a percentage of people who don't feel that way. They don't matter. I, but I think they do matter. And I think that they matter because just like we're saying we're holding him accountable for one of the members or one of the people that was there and that that ND, right? And that person may be super low on the totem pole. The people that are saying they're part of the Second Amendment community in those comment sections, that they matter too. So so and, what about so what about the people then if that matters, then do the people on his side that are in the comment sections also matter? Absolutely. Okay. You know, I'm a I'm an equal opportunity hater. Mm. I hate all <laughs> equal. <laughs> you know, and okay. like I, I you, no one, you know, if you're not if you're not Oprah, if you're not Rihanna, mm -hmm. you know, I'm probably just tolerating you. Mm -hmm. you know? and so I'm I'm even keel with my hatred. Okay, I'm, I understand I, why I, you're tolerating uh, Rihanna. What are you tolerating Oprah for? Is it the money? Are uh, you on some Are you on some Dave Chappelle type things? Is that what's uh, going? Chappelle has shown us the way. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so. But to me, it's like, yes, everybody, even the guys in the comment section, because my organization is called Black Guns Matter, if you thought this was like a hate white people fest, sorry, bro, this ain't what this is. Mm -hmm. I've had too many cool white people help out. Cheryl and Danny Todd from AZ Firearms. Pete Brown now is about to do something amazing. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, um, uh, uh, people that you would go, oh, they must be a liberal. They're about to do something amazing, and I can't announce that one just yet. But my point is, mm -hmm. listen, man, I actually lived that shit that Thomas Jefferson wrote down, even when Thomas Jefferson was contradictory about it, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes, if they're, if guys in the comment section are going, oh, because you're white, you're the devil, and you're my enemy. Listen, bro, you say that shit until a white person saves your life. Mm -hmm. and I've seen people, I've, and I'm not complaining about this. I'm just, you know, I'm just going along this thread of thought. I've seen people on on the NFAC side go after other black people in the comment yeah. section that agree with uh, with saying, "Hey, this is funny. This is crazy. What this guy was saying it cracked me up." Yeah. I've seen people go after them, you know. So yeah. all, so if it comes down to if the comment section is really that big of a problem then, you know, what do, What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do about that? How are we supposed to referee? We're supposed to be equal opportunity. This is the standard. Everybody's mm -hmm. falling in line with the motherfucking standard. My Marine homies, mm -hmm. I don't, you green, bro. I don't give a fuck. You light green, dark green, cool. We'll have some fucking gradation. You mm -hmm. green. Second Amendment community people to not sink ourselves by letting the fucking water in you know in every vampire movie you know the vampires can't come in the house unless you invite them in mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying 
And mm-hmm. so everybody got to catch that smoke. Everybody that's wrong has to catch that smoke. When I'm telling the McCluskeys, when I say I don't think that they should have been charged and I think that it's wrong and I'm happy that their cases got dropped. At the same time, I'm also saying they were hella unsafe. Yeah. Two Did the McCluskey's ch- cases get dropped? Yeah, not... they got dropped. Okay, I wasn't yeah. even aware of that. When did that happen? Today? Like today or yesterday or some shit. Okay, I wasn't well, even aware of that. Like, okay. Hey, yo, that, especially his wife, mm-hmm. they were <laughs> hella unsafe. She was yep. three knuckles deep in that little, like, Ruger LC9 or whatever. She had. Yes. But at the end of the day, <laughs> that smoke is for everyone. Mm-hmm. We have to be objective, you know? And so when I get my black homies, it's like, well, you know, it's because they white. No, I think it's because they're ignorant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't know. Maurice, I sent the email to the McCluskeys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm going to keep that energy for everybody. And that's actually the answer. Mm-hmm. And then we can start going, okay, they checking me. They making fun of me because, yeah, my legs are strong, but I have higher up calves. And we still on the same team. They'll mm-hmm. go, okay, they making fun of me because I said some dumb shit that's actually not true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily because they white. Or some of these guys are actually racist and waiting for their opportunity to say something racist. All of those things are accurate. Discerning the difference, and to me, the overwhelming majority is the vast majority of the people that's ragging on you, they care about you, and they want you to do right, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> Like you called it a bullpup. Remember, yeah. look, and also we feel like if we listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you something real quick here. By the way, I don't think that that's confirmed on the McCluskey thing. If anyone out there has better news on that, let me know. Um, but here's the thing: there's states of being, people. So like of knowing other people, right? Someone could not know you, not care about you. Then there's they 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 know you now and they hate you. And they know you and they love you. Hate and love is almost like the same thing. But the not knowing, that that's that's uh, non-existence, okay? Yeah. That's the worst part of existence. So if people are paying attention to you, there's a very thin line, right? That's the saying. A thin line between love and hate. A lot of times if people are paying attention, some of those people are doing it for, for negative bad reasons for sure. But a lot of it is because the people care. We care about this. That's why we're talking about it, right? Uh, one- and, and uh, that part mm-hmm. is the part that I, I that I challenge our our Second Amendment guys to and women to remember in regards to every we know when our friends because we all in this in one boat right mm-hmm. we know it but until somebody that doesn't have that understanding clearly he's new to guns and clearly he's new to the gun community no one's gonna deny that mm-hmm. right um again and our last. Show. But we but we could help and we can help make them stronger right. and we could help yeah, with right. the movement. And I think most of us do really feel that way, man. Like we support what these guys are doing. It doesn't make sense for us to say that only we could do that. And then as Alaskan Ballistics was saying, we're not even doing it. In a lot of cases, we're not even ready to get up there, you know, and go locked and loaded anywhere or really go, you know, go to the mat over any of this gun stuff that we're talking about. Guys. Huh? I do we know of anybody else that reached out? Um, you're the only person that I know that reached out. There are other people saying that they reached out and that that, that this guy is not willing to talk about it. I only know one person who is part of NFAC and uh, someone reached out while we we're doing this show to him. And he said he's yeah. not willing to talk about NFAC. 
And I think there is a cult type of situation going on there where if anyone, uh, if anyone talks like in any way that's perceived as negative, they're going to get beat down. Um, Alaskan Ballistics, go ahead real quick. Just wanted to interrupt and say, like, the McCloskey's charges have not been dropped. It was reported, misreported earlier today. Mm-hmm. What happened was, and, uh, Jared, Jared from Guns and Gadgets did a great video on it, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened was that um, the uh, district or the whoever's the charge, the state attorney general or whoever's uh, over her, uh, they filed a motion that she should be dismissed from the, yeah. prosecuting the case. Anybody mm-hmm. in her, her. Uh, thing because she used the case to get campaign money. Hmm. Yeah, she's running for uh, re-election. Okay. So yeah, uh, and she's in she's in a big election right now. So yeah. Hopefully, I mean, and this is one right. Thank you for that. This is one of those situations where I don't think those people were being safe. Their guns. One of them wasn't even operable. The other one probably wasn't loaded. They did some bad things, but at the same time, we don't feel like they should be charged. And if you're going after these guys because of politics, we're not down with that. Obviously, they're probably not even gun people, and they're probably they're probably more liberal than conservative or on the left than on the right, if that matters. But ultimately, it doesn't to us, right? We're we're gun people. We believe in the Second Amendment. We believe in the Constitution. And to go after these guys is wrong. And to come back to what we're talking about here, when it comes to NFAC, at the end of the day, most of us support. I'm not going to say everyone. I get that. But most of us support their right to do it because it's our right to do it. It's everyone's right to do it. And if anything, we want to help them. We want them to be safe. They got off lucky here. It's a sign. Heed this sign. Don't keep passing the sign saying the highway's ending and then you drive off the highway. You can be right. someone. People could help you here and you could be stronger and you could do something real and you could have everyone's support or most people's support on that. Now. Same grace. Even the Klosky's is the same grace we should give impact on this, in my opinion. Yeah. And yep. that's exactly it. And that's my point. And I'm not I'm not going to give, I'm going to be critical of the McCluskey's where they messed up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, yo, y'all was wrong. First of all, if I got a Scarface house with, like, balconies, <laughs> I'm not... I'm off the second floor, baby. Like, I, we got the high ground. On You'd have high. gun turrets up in there, man. I know. Don't even. Yeah. All day. You know? Mm-hmm. And so to come outside, that speaks to, that's like guys that yell at you in an argument, right? They want to yell at you. Mm-hmm. Not Like, not about sports. They want to, like, get in your face. You're trying to show showcase your dominance as opposed to being dominant, right? And mm-hmm. so they were nervous. They're beginners. We get it, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. We love your, there's no requirement. We don't want you to have a mandatory government-sponsored requirement. We want you to understand the importance and the sign that you got on. You know, the sign that you got, you didn't go to jail, so forth and so on, nobody got shot. And that's that's exact, those two mm-hmm. examples are the same. And I'm gonna keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna approach it the same way. And I'm gonna say, okay, nobody at fact went to jail. If mm-hmm. some, listen, be clear. If somebody could have went to jail in in that town for doing something like like to that extent, somebody would have went to jail. Mm-hmm. That, that would have that would have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, but but again, for me, if I'm going to be critical of them, just like I'm critical of the McCluskeys, I have to be critical of our rank and file members of or challenge and critical critical. Yeah. Of our- so let me just so let me just get this comment in right. So Appalachian Gunrunner. Uh, says NFAC was looking for a fight at Stone Mountain, Georgia. They were asking for a fight. The McCloskeys were not big difference. What's your response to that, Mosh? Anytime you walk outside and point a gun at somebody, you're looking for a fight. 
So if so if you if you're saying that's true of in fact, you're saying that the same of the McCluskeys. The McCluskeys' lives were not in imminent danger. They weren't. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They may have believed that they were, and that's yeah. cool. You can believe whatever you want. But I don't want to be- I don't I don't I don't accept when cops say, Oh, I feared for my life. Was your life in imminent danger? There's Jason Voorhees with the knife. I'm stabbed. I'm shooting him because he's trying to stab everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, no. If you walk outside and you looked for and you looked for an actual, you know, rumble, you mm-hmm. pulled your gun out. Mm-hmm. Pulled your gun out and you at somebody. The 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 in fact some of their rhetoric, right, is in retaliation. And I mean the rank and file. I don't mean Grandmaster J per se. I saw one of the videos where the, the drivers were being sarcastic towards one of the impact members. And he said, well, he said something sarcastic in return. And of course, what becomes the story? The thing that the impact member says, not the sarcastic thing that the fucking driver said to him. And I'm not, again, I'm not making any type of um, giving room to unsafe practices. But just like we say, we got to wait for all of the facts to come out and context matters. I maintain a standard. I maintain, even with things that I do not agree. If, if somebody's saying, oh, white people should da 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 I don't agree with that, but I can still go, no, nah, but they still have the right to arm themselves. That is objectivity. So yeah, to that, to that statement, if the McCl- if NFLAC was looking for a fight, then that means the McCluskeys were looking for a fight. People were walking past the McCluskeys' house. They mm-hmm. were walking past, you came outside, with your firearms and you brandish them. That's the reality of the situation. I think, and and I would think like looking at that video, there were some people on both sides looking for a fight. So I think the people on the side of the protesters, some of them were also looking for a fight, you know, and, and, and ultimately this is a stalemate. No protesters got hurt. No one on their side got hurt. Those the protesters did keep moving. Um, I think a lot of what the McCluskeys did were dangerous. People should never separate from each other. And if if you're in a fighting situation, don't get far away from each other. Right? There's all these things that we could talk about there. Ultimately, it comes down to a stalemate to me. I don't know if I agree that it's exactly the same thing. It could be similar things because we're talking about feelings, right? We all have feelings as human beings. That has nothing to do with reality. Reality is one thing that's real and finite and definite. And then our feelings are a completely different thing based on our emotions. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the, the McCluskeys were afraid. And I do think that the protesters came in looking for a fight, but the fight wasn't with the McCluskeys. The fight was with the mayor that had mm-hmm. just gotten yep. a bunch of people, mm-hmm. you know, or, and they were literally going to that complex to talk to you know, to post up in front of the mayor's house. Yeah. For, for, for a lot of people, I believe that. I remember Kevin Dixie saying, hey, you know, in a similar situation in St. Louis where there were uh, riots and protesting going on, he went outside, he had his gun in a sling, it was at low ready. You know, that was his, that's a completely different position from the ones that those guys took, but they don't have the benefit of a lot of understanding or training in what they were doing. And if you actually analyze it, why did they have an inoperable gun? Because they were suing the firearms industry, <laughs> you know? So yeah, that we could, we could go around and around on this one. Well, we're, we're so quick nowadays to jump into whatever mm-hmm. we think is going to benefit our tribe or mm-hmm. our yeah. team. That's mm-hmm. what it is. I'm going to put on my red hat. And I'm gonna go cheer for I'm gonna go cheer for the red team. I'm gonna go put on my blue hat. And I'm gonna go cheer for my blue team. Mm-hmm. And if we even think 
that there's a tint. You you wear the glasses too, so you see red and blue everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if you even think, if you see pink or purple, that's enough to trigger you and make you think, oh, I've got to jump on this and I either need to take that person down or I need to blindly support them. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of where we, where we get in trouble nowadays. Yeah, I that's agree the, with that. That's the most dangerous shit in the universe. Yep. And that middle path, again, I am not a Sith. I am a Jedi. We're going to walk this middle path. You know what I'm saying? To be able to deal with that gradation. I love, you know, the infat folks. I love uh, the the McCluskey folks. I love the anti-gunners. Mm-hmm. I love y'all. Just don't agree because we ain't read the same books and you don't shoot shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're all Americans in this boat trying to get to the same place and mm-hmm. doing that in the times when it's people that you like, you know, Maj, you're not supposed to like them. Says who? We can disagree. I, listen, I say this all the time. President Obama's books, um, The Audacity of Hope and Letters from My Father, are some of the dopest books that I've ever read. Okay. Symbolically, I love, I love what he represented to people in my demographic of potentially being head at the most powerful seat in the nation, potentially, in the world, potentially, right? Okay. Symbolically, I love that. And then I completely disagree with his a, a ton of his policies. Mm-hmm. The way to do both. That mm-hmm. this passion, I'm not trying to attack you as a human and destroy your life. That cancel culture thing will lose our empire status. Well, everyone's going to get canceled out. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're all going to get canceled out. Let me get. Let me just get this in here. Um, it, so... Uh, Houdini Unchained said, he gave us a couple of bucks here. He says, continue to build bridges and not walls, fellas. And then also Villain Trucker gave us 10 bucks. Uh, he says, uh, quote unquote, the discussion. Um, let me just say this here as we're entering to our final minutes. If you look at what Biden came out with, right, his proposed gun control bills that he's going to put out there. I mean, we're talking some completely authoritarian, 100% dismantling of the Second Amendment, period, period, right? That's what we need to think about here. That's outside of politics. Like, I really think that the Second Amendment's outside of politics. If we don't have this as Americans, you know, we're just like any other country in the world. Right. Okay, this is the thing to me that separates everything. I, I understand that there's, like, issues with America. I get all of that, right? I've been through things. Everyone out there has been through things. But ultimately, what makes this place better than anywhere else is you as an individual have responsibility for your own safety and security and for that of your family, your friends, your loved ones, and even strangers out there that, that the universe, God, whatever you believe in, puts you in a position to help people. And when these guys want to take that away, I don't care who it is, man. If it's a, if it's a Republican, if it's Trump, if it's Biden, if it's anyone, okay? If it's my son, I'm going to be against that person. Right, right. I think that explaining that in such a thorough way, like you just did, and saying this is about a principle, this is about an ideal, mm-hmm. this is about a liberty, I can totally destroy their policies or their, their potential policies and then never call them a name. Mm-hmm. I can say these are the reasons why this thought process is worse than freedom. Mm-hmm. Now, would you like some freedom or would you like some enslavement? Mm-hmm. Explaining that is a way that we defend those freedoms and 
that and I don't have to name call anybody to do that. And I think that if we if we make sure that we're doing practicing that amongst amongst ourselves in the Second Amendment community first, it becomes a it's like the practice that we need to do that with anti-gunners. Mm-hmm. So when we get back to N- NFAC, it's yo, I disagree with that, brother, but I love this about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you picked up a gun and said this is important, mm-hmm. went outside, did something with it. Love that. Mm-hmm. Because of that, that my brother, even in areas where we disagree. Right. So now you believe in solutions here, man. And we've got like, obviously, we've got a couple of minutes. I could go a little longer just because I want to get this out. How do you I think? A, huh? I'm a really hot chick waiting on me, just so everybody knows. Okay. Uh, I respect that as a man. I fully respect that. I'm still going to take a couple of minutes from you. <laughs> and then you could go in and you could get one for the Gipper. Okay. <laughs> but uh, here, here's my thing that I want to know, man. What can we do to, 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 to help in this situation and I, I, to do something publicly? It doesn't need to be on my platform or anything like that. What can we do to actually help and have people sit down publicly where everyone can see this, everyone on this side, everyone on that side, and we can somehow talk about this and find ways that we could actually help these guys? Every single one, you could, could present, hey, man, here's how I want to help. It's like what I did. I just, I just, he followed me. I DM'd him. I mm-hmm. said, yo, man, we should talk. Mm-hmm. We should talk to each other, not at each other mm-hmm. or about each other, right? That's one. Two, um, even if that, 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 that uh, olive branch is not accepted, then the next step is, okay, I saw this is a problem. So one thing that I saw that I tweeted it earlier, I didn't see one med kit at any of these protests. Okay. Is that I true that no no one there had med kits at all? I didn't see any. Okay. Um, they may have. I didn't see it. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Just like I was about the McCluskeys, right? Mm-hmm. Or oh, their charges getting dropped. It was layered to that, right? Mm-hmm. I go, hey, I don't remember seeing any med kits. Then I'll start put, telling people, hey, man, I'd like to see more med kits at armed protests. And that doesn't mean, in, in fact, that could mean mm-hmm. I'm going to be, right. you know, at a BLM gun rally. In, in Virginia in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start getting with companies and be like, yo, man, y'all want to donate a few, um, maybe 10, you know, first aid kits? Mm-hmm. I'll just start doing the thing that I recognized that was wrong mm-hmm. or that I saw as wrong. I'll just start highlighting the solution. I won't even talk about the problem. I won't say, yeah, man, those, those white boogaloo boys didn't have any mad kits in January. Mm-hmm. I won't even say that. I'll just go... Hey man, we gotta make sure that we fall, and I'll start highlighting Hill from Taylor mm-hmm. Defense Training. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Our friend Rod Mills is chiming in here. He says uh, they had med kits. That's confirmed. But I think okay. you're still making a good point. You know, like maybe what we could do is try to reach across and say, how can we help you guys? You know, this is this is a way that we can help. But everyone has a different way to help ultimately, right? So, like, the moral for the story for me in, in all of this is, yeah, we see something crazy. We're allowed to talk about it. That's just how the world works. But ultimately here, if, we, if, if, if we're really in this community and we want to help people, whether they want to be down with us or not, you have to decide. If you're on the road and you're passing someone, even if you don't necessarily like that person and they're in trouble, are you going to help them or not? Or at least Correct. try, you know, Correct. for your own good. <laughs> if the homeless dude tells me, I don't want no goddamn soup. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna okay. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. gonna just leave the soup here, bro. Mm-hmm. If you change your mind, I'm still moving forward. I'm mm-hmm. not homeless. Yeah. It's cold. 
might want the soup later. You don't want to take it from me right now because of your pride. Cool. I'm going to just leave this soup right here and keep moving. Yeah. yeah, someone out there is saying, if you weren't there, you can't say what was wrong. This is, I'm just giving you his statement. He says that there were NFAC medics here. Let me just say, if you're from NFAC, you're listening to all of this, and you, you're, you have the ears of those guys over there, and they want a platform to come on and talk about, you're welcome to come on my platform. I know Maj has offered that. Um, I'm personally willing to have a conversation with you, right? I mean, a real conversation. Which that right. that realness goes both ways. As long as we're res- respectful and understanding and listening to each other, then I think we could get uh, uh, things done. One hundred percent. I'm about to get things done. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Go do it. <laughs> Win one for the Gipper. Win one for the Gipper. I appreciate you, brothers. Uh, I, I, everybody, make sure that you're supporting this channel. Make sure that you're supporting the other brothers here. Hey, bro, we got to get this Alaska thing. Hank, you know, y'all make that happen. Let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being safe, being responsible, being solutionary, being all of those good things. Thank you for being that way. Um, but make sure you're supporting these channels that are giving you this type of uh, open dialogue and genuine. Yeah, your audio just, yeah, your audio went out there for a second. It might be my fault, though. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Make sure you guys go sh- support Maj and Black Guns Matter as well and all his efforts and endeavors that he's taken on. Uh, go handle your business. Go handle your business, man. Yeah, we appreciate you. <laughs> Take care, Maj. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to stay here. We're going to stay here for a couple of more minutes here. I'm just going to let these guys, Alaskan Ballistics, uh, Puerto Rican Pistolero, I'm going to let you guys chime in here because I know you didn't get a lot of chance to do that. Uh, who wants to add something to the conversation? Um, uh, yeah, I think, I think Mars pretty much said everything that we would have expected. Uh, I think it was, uh, great that he actually had a conversation. So we actually got to hear what Grandmaster Jay's perspective was and that he was straight up about how he was a little bit, you know, at first he was a little bit defensive about it. So I think it's good that we actually, you know, got to hear that. And that Maj is pretty much on the same page with us. I think he always... Uh, is good at coming out down the middle and, and explaining everybody's side. Like he said, he's an equal opportunity hater. Mm-hmm. So I know if you if you follow Maj, you can see that he does that all the time. If somebody says something goofy in the comments section, whether agreeing with him or you know taking it to what what he says to the extreme or completely saying that whatever he said was trash, he'll just throw your comment up there and let people see it and be like, "This is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can own up to it." Yeah, that's very true. Uh, by the way, T Stark, and I, I'm assuming that T Stark, I don't know if he's down with those guys or not. He says, reach out to Grandmaster Jay and ask him if he will be a guest on the show. Uh, I'm willing to do that if it's if uh, he's reachable on social media. Uh, we'll make those efforts. If someone out there knows how to do that, I'm willing to do it. So, um, you know, listen, one thing I could say, I don't, I don't know. From my point of view, I don't um, envy these guys or begrudge them the attention or the fame because that's always a double-edged sword, right? And when these kind of things happens, it, it could cut you either way, right? You live by the sword, you could die by the sword as well. And we're seeing that in many ways, literally literally and figuratively as well. Uh, Alaskan Ballistics, uh, what, what's your take on all this? I think uh, Maj said it the best, but like most of the time the truth is somewhere in the middle of the road. Like the McCloskeys absolutely have the Second Amendment right to stand out there, but they did go out from their house. Had they not go out, gone out from their house, mm-hmm. would they have been attacked, or would mm-hmm. the mob have stopped at their house? We don't know that answer. We, mm-hmm. There's no way to know the possible mm-hmm. answer. 
the mm-hmm. truth is somewhere in the middle. There are some of these cop shootings of uh, minority people that are justified according to body cams, but there are some of them that are not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are trying to take every one and say it's not justified because of race. And there's a lot of people on the other side to say, no, it, it, the cop is always right. And uh, it, it, the truth is somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. on most of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And people got to realize it's, you know, the mass media is trying to get us divided. They're mm-hmm. trying to, to divide us as Americans. And we need to, to step back and say, hey, look, you know, this is my point of view. The Second Amendment protects us having this discussion. Mm-hmm. So if we have this discussion on things, you know, you, you know, I'm going to vehemently disagree with you if you're trying to take away the the rights in the Constitution, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you want to talk about, like, health care and paying for that, great. Let's have a conversation about that, right? I don't know how you're going to pay for it when we're $26 trillion in debt. I think it was uh, Hillbilly Nitro USA said, just said we were in the comments, we're all slaves to government debt or whatever right now. But mm-hmm. uh, it's true. Or something. <laughs> yeah, my kid is uh, just born, owes $80,000 to the government just for being born here. But or mm-hmm. whatever the math is these days, uh, mm-hmm. I hadn't looked it up recently. But, like, the truth is somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. on a lot of these issues. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're divided uh, is what's killing us. And I yeah. think that's done on purpose. Absolutely. I agree with that. I think it's part of the plan. To be divided. Yeah, and we are actually more alike. All of us are more alike than we are different. I know that sounds corny or whatever. We're actually more alike than we are different. It's easy liberal though to see the differences, huh? Liberal, my liberal friends gave me diapers. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a school teacher. I have a bunch of liberal friends. Mm-hmm. They gave me diapers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all we're all alike because my life matters to me, and your life matters to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to mm-hmm. go say. All lives are black lives. Everybody's life matters to them. Right? Yeah, anyone who has empathy when they see the things that happen here that kicked off this stuff, no one with empathy sees that and doesn't care. Are there some people out there that don't have empathy? Maybe they're autistic or they have whatever issues they have or whatever. You could put it put it in the category of racism if you want to. But most human beings, you see that and, and, and you react badly to that. You know, yeah, this, is, this is why the world the way is. This is why we're all like this right now. Cop absolutely has no right to choke somebody who's on the ground. Okay, mm-hmm. theory. There's no, no right. It's habeas corpus. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no right becoming judge, jury, and executioner right there. Mm-hmm. And I think we agree with that. And there's mm-hmm. like, but to take that and turn that into we need socialism is going to kill a lot more African Americans than the cops ever did. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Along with other people. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna call an end to this. We will be back tomorrow. Um, I believe tomorrow we actually have Kevin Dixie. It's just gonna be me and Kevin. Awesome. <laughs> should be should be a great conversation, mm-hmm. as it always is when Kevin's here. Um, so let me do this. Uh, Puerto Rican Pistolero, can you tell the folks out there how they can reach out to you, how they can follow you, support your um, your efforts? Yes, uh, as always, I'm uh, at Puerto Rican Pistolero on IG, Parlor, and uh, and Twitter. Uh, you can also find our channel in the chat. You can see Locked and Loaded Latinos. My wife and I do a podcast every Sunday. Uh, you know, we talk about you know current events, the gun community, all that good stuff. We go over the Constitution in uh, English and Spanish uh, for to expand outreach. So that is what we do. Check us out and check out my wife. She's Latina, locked and loaded. 
Right. Awesome. Uh, and then let's go to Alaskan Ballistics. Chuck, how can the folks out there support your efforts? Um, you know, like consume the stuff that you're creating. And also, I mean, if they need to send diapers, what can they do that? All right. Well, I'm on you know, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, like kind of the, the old school uh, social media here. But like, uh, you know, I do videos every week where I shoot stuff over a chronograph and you know, if you like it, great. If you don't, and some redneck science with pork shoulders and stuff like that. Um, so uh, you can support us, uh, you know, just uh, find our channel. You can support us there. We got a 10,000 sub giveaway uh, going on. I'm giving away some cool rifles. So check that out. Yeah, awesome. All right. So what I will do here um, as we're wrapping this up, I will definitely ask you guys to support these gentlemen, support Babyface that was on, as well as Marge Teray. Um, you know, the, I, I think what I'm trying to do with this show is get a lot of these discussions out and let people know what we think from our point of view, right? Because we don't really have an, a, an open platform in normal media anywhere. So th this is what we're doing here. And, uh, you know, you guys supporting us helps a lot, okay? So if you want to do that, go to hankstrange.com, sign up for our email list, search around on the site. There's lots of different things that you can do to help support us, as well as these guys out here. Thanks to Safety Harbor Firearms for helping pay the bills around here and uh, bring all of this to you guys. Stay right there. I am going to uh, press the end right now. Boom. Make sure you guys go subscribe. There's somewhere around you, you'll see the subscribe button. So hit that thing, and also you can uh, ring the bell so you can be notified whenever we go live here. And we're going to rip out the audio from this, put it up on iTunes and anywhere else that you get audio podcasts. Thanks so much to everyone out there. Thanks to the folks out there in the chat. It's a great conversation. We're out of here. Who wants the final word? Who wants it? Go ahead. Uh, freedom isn't free. I think that's pretty obvious and we need to do whatever we can to unite the cause and support anybody who's exercising their rights, even if you don't necessarily agree with it. Awesome. Good to go. And I hope Maj is actually really getting one for the Gipper. <laughs> I hope so out there right now. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> Peace. See you guys. <laughs>